Hello, hello, everybody. It is Tuesday. That means it's Dude's Day. Woo! Welcome to the Dude Cast. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. My name's Chris. I'm Slam Ben. <laughs> ben? <laughs> Slam? I'm, I'm Ben Slam. <laughs> um, Judah Ben Slam. Judah. Judah, what? <laughs> oh, Judah uh, Ben Hur. Judah. Oh, uh, uh, but who? But who was Spartacus? Well, I'm Spartacus. But who was Phone? <laughs> I um, just, you know, it's like there's so many Spartacuses. Which one was the real Spartacus? Mm. It's a, that's a Michael Scott line, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. He says that's. He says I've watched Spartacus. So many times, and I never figure out who the real Spartacus is, <laughs> and that is what makes that movie a classic whodunit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I gotta rewatch The Office. I only just watched it very, very recently, but yeah. I gotta rewatch it again. Anything Michael Scott says is gold <laughs> every time. Scott. Michael Scott. Uh, how's everybody doing this week? Mm, I'm doing pretty good, I would say. Mm. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I've got... Everything down pat for uh, the 901 exam for the A plus certification. You got to take the Good. 901 and the 902. 901's hard. But what about the 90210? <laughs> <laughs> That's best left to pretty people. Oh. Um, I it's uh, yeah 90, 901's hardware. I, I think you're nine, pretty bad. 902 softer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> This dude's been wanting to marry me in Stardew Valley also. It's true. That's true. I am trying to marry you in Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm also, I don't know, I think I'm kind of playing the field a little bit too. So don't play, get cocky about it. Don't worry, play the field. Okay. <laughs> Please. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal uh, I'm gonna steal Aubrey away from the arms of that uh, that emo kid, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> that fuck. That that emo fuck, that basement dwelling. He's uh he's uh, uh what's uh the um shoot. Oh shit, the, the carpenter, Robin and uh, Demetrius. He's, he's their kid, right? Yeah, he's Dimitri. Yeah, he's Dimitri. he's Robin's son from another father. Yeah, you know what? They <laughs> they kind of make that a little obvious that Demetrius and um, so that's Robin his, both bring a kid from a previous marriage. His brother from another mother? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yes. <laughs> the, the audience, audience is no. no. <laughs> you know, I watched... Uh, I watched a, a documentary uh, just last night about the Moog synthesizer. The Moog synthesizer. Moog. Uh, excuse me, the Moog. Moogly. Um, about the Moog synthesizer. It was... Moogly. Uh, it wasn't so much a documentary as much as it was just like, you follow Walter Moog around the world and he talks about the development of the thing and... It's kind of sweet. It was pretty cool. It was honestly pretty cool. It was a little more artsy for like for a documentary, but it, it you know, it was cool. Yeah, I dig that. Featured a lot of people like performing live with mini mogs and shit like that. Sweet. Yeah. What, what, right. what are you looking at there, buddy? I don't know. I'm just I'm keeping an eye. I feel like we're uh, I'm just I'm just doing the thing. No, I'm just I'm just, <laughs> looking, just looking at the levels. Just you know, just uh, well, you good. know, I got eyes on. I'm, I'm tinkering around. We're That's good. all right. Yeah, I think we're all right. Yeah, I think, I think so. it's probably all right. So everybody, everybody uh, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice peek there from that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, let's just uh, let's just dive right the fuck into it here. Uh, Dave, uh, why is Ben fucked this week? I don't know. Ben, why are you fucked this week? Uh, (laughs) I I had something there, and then it just lies. It's fine. That's all right. Slow start. I'm tired. Shut the fuck up. Like, you people could do any fucking better, all right? (laughs) Simmer the fuck down, all right? (laughs) Fucking assholes. Are you anticipating... 
Are you anticipating people <laughs> listening being like, God, you oh, know, well, like, he sucks. He's such a fucking <laughs> idiot. Fuck off. This, guy, this guy just, clearly doesn't have any professional training right. at all. Uh, yeah. Mm. What's he doing on the oh, what's he doing on my Internet? <laughs> <laughs> um, why am I fucked? Um, I guess I'm fucked because I'm out of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really feeling that good that that's the worst thing in your life? That I mean, you don't have bread right well, now. Well, I mean, you know, money's a concern. Uh, uh, it, but, I mean, in our society, money's always a concern. It doesn't matter where I'm going to be at in life. I, there's, You know, your mind's always going to be on your money one way or the other. And your money is, incidentally, <laughs> always going to be on your mind. I mean, like, <laughs> like living, living the way I'm living, uh, doing the work that I'm doing, Means that I don't know when I'm going to get paid next. It depends on what I do day to day. Yeah. And that's that is is simultaneously empowering and unnerving because it means that, you know, if if I just, you know, dick around too much, then I don't make any money. Yeah. Um, You know, compare that to, you know, if I need to take a day off of work or a day or two off of work at a at a standard job where I'm working for someone else. Uh, I'll still make money at the end of two weeks and I can, I can, you know, reasonably, uh, assume the amount of money I'm going to make. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying is this is, it's tough to get used to. And I have to get used to the fact that whenever I, I have to spend money, it's not like a shot in the dick or anything. It's because I'm, it's because I'm making roughly the same amount of money I was before, but it's not coming all at once. Yeah. Yeah, Right. And that rhythm is, is, is throwing me off. I'm slowly getting used to it, but, um, yeah, I mean, money, again, money's always a concern. It's always a concern, no matter, no matter where you are in life. That's true. Um, I guess we're fucked because our society is kind of built that way. It's, it's kind of built around the fact that money is one of the more important things in daily life. And I don't like that. Yeah. Capitalism. I don't like that. I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big Trekkie and you know, in the future of Star Trek, there's no more money. There's no more currency. There's no, there's right. They have to introduce that at some point for the sake of writing. And that, that comes in the form of gold press latinum. Latinum is, is a substance that cannot be reproduced by replicator. Oh, um, right, right, right. So, you know, it's used it's used as a, like a pseudo currency. Mm-hmm. But basically in the future of Star Trek, no one on Earth wants for anything. No one goes hungry. No one no one uh, lives in poverty because there's no there's no such thing as money. You can't live in poverty if there's no currency. Yeah. I just like the idea that the replicator, if asked, could produce a Baconator. Yeah, it, it sure could. It's, it's, it, it just it, wouldn't taste as good as the regular thing, if right. I understand correctly. <laughs> yeah, sure, it sure would be quite as good. You are you are correct. Uh, uh, foods produced by Replicator don't have the certain authenticity because they're based on like the same patterns. So if you if you have the Replicator make you like a Cobb salad and then have you make it a Cobb salad a week later, it'll be the exact same Cobb salad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's there's no uh, there's no variety. There's no little surprises. Uh, you know, maybe this spinach leaf is a little mm. more green. Maybe there's a little extra what yeah. have you. Maybe yeah. someone jerked off into your Cobb salad. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so in the future, yeah. You the, know, those fun surprises. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, is this is, is this is this is this, is this Bill? <laughs> Bill. <laughs> oh, Bill. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Should have ordered uh, a burger. <laughs> <laughs> I jacked off on that, too. <laughs> oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. You, you, you card. You lovable. Lovable? You, there, 
There, <laughs> there are people in the Star Trek universe who go where no, who boldly go where no one has gone before. Mm-hmm. But they, you don't hear enough about the people who boldly come where no one has come before. <laughs> like, like Bill, the really futuristic name of Bill. Yes, <laughs> old Bill, just Bill, just whacking one off right near lunch. Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> oh, Bill, there is there is William Riker. Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's Bill, just, it's just that uh, it's just that you know. He's Riker. too busy having sex with women yeah, from right. every planet. Too. Riker, did you did you whack off on the replicator? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I felt I would yes. add a personal touch, Captain. <laughs> um, no, but like in the, like like Captain Cisco uh, cooks for himself with like actual ingredients and and, and let uh, me see that thumb. I, I knew it was coming. God I knew almighty. it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. You're the worst. I know. I know. I Why am I like this? I can't help it. You're brain damaged. I know. <laughs> anyway, the point the point is relying on money sucks. But yeah. Overall, this past week I've been I've been feeling good. I was just talking off mic about how I I've, I've studied up entirely Pretty much entirely. I think I've got everything down pat for the first half of the A-plus certification exam. Yeah. Uh, 901 deals with hardware. 902 deals with software, mm-hmm. uh, mostly Windows. Right. And um, and I feel I feel really confident in, in the material. I, I, I can tell you all the properties of any type of 80111 uh, wireless good. standards. I can tell you... Uh, the the specifications for any Ethernet cabling standard, I can I can tell you how to fix your fucking laser printer. Cat five e, yeah. Cat five e uh, uh, broadcasts over one hundred base TX or or one thousand mm-hmm. base T, uh, and five e uh, can be between thirty seven and fifty five meters long. That's See, that's that's more than I do right there. Uh. No, five can be 33, 37 to 55 meters long. Uh, 5E can be up to 100 meters long. Mm. Like, how, about, how about Cat 6? Cat 6 uh, is 10G base T and can be up to 100 meters long. Yeah. How about Cat Stevens? <laughs> Cat Stevens. Please, his name's, is, it's Yusuf Islam, 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 right? <laughs> let's, let's use his Islam name, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Islamophobe. <laughs> You intolerant son of a bitch. How dare you? How dare you dead name Cat Stevens? <laughs> dead Her naming dead name Yusef Islam. Whatever. Uh, I can't God. even get it right. Uh, yeah, I can't even get it right in my joke. How yep. dare how dare you talk about Islam on 9-11? <laughs> Uh, uh, Whoops! Whoa, off to a crazy <laughs> start. Well, let's yeah, because we as, didn't even talk about that. It as nine eleven, as we know, all Muslims are responsible for. <laughs> yes, naturally. As, naturally, let's just, let's just leave Islam out of today. Yeah. Okay, yeah. America. Guilt, <laughs> guilt by association is a thing, right? <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. There's lots of pictures of the bushes shaking hands with Muslims. <laughs> Just <laughs> not even and, not even and, the Bin Laden specifically. No, just, just Muslim. Muslims. Just Muslim. Wait, wait, Dave. Look, look at here. Yep, Muslims. <laughs> That's not gonna. They're not gonna get I know, the there's gesture. There's no visual joke. They're not gonna understand Muslims. what you're doing. It's like me looking up at a marquee. 
Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> right, and we all know that Bush was the mastermind behind 9-11. Uh, yeah, of course. Some I might even Luke go so change. far as to say that he did it. <laughs> <laughs> Some might say Bush did, did. You know, nine eleven. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not echoing that sentiment. Oh, but gosh. I'm just saying there's lots of photos of him with Muslims. <laughs> you know, I saw loose change. All, I know all, how it works. Yeah, right. Yeah, all Muslims. Now, <laughs> George W. Bush's golf swing is incredible. Is a fantastic, <laughs> easily the best golf golfer uh, since Kennedy. Easily, I think sure. he's probably the best golfer who definitely did nine eleven. <laughs> well, how- <laughs> now you haven't seen Cheney's swing now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Good point. I don't need to because I know his aim is shit. Cheney, you're right. Cheney looks like the kind of nice. guy who would like who would like lie about his strokes when he gets to the end of a match. Yeah. Just, like he'd shave an eight strokes off somewhere. He like, he like mumbles it out of mm. one of the quarters. Eight strokes less uh, is not something that Bill is used to when he's jacking off in your cop salad. Incidentally. <laughs> Wow. He's going eight strokes forward. That was, there, that was a very, very specific yeah. callback. Bringing it, uh, bringing it full circle, or in this case, lasers. full stroke. Cheney's, uh, Cheney's friends have a name for it, though, when, when he like tries to convince you that he's like that's his actual score. He's just talking, and no one else is like really. He's, he's, he could just talk for like ten minutes because he's not sure he's convinced you yet. You know right. how when when like you can tell someone is lying because yeah. they'll keep going on and on and on. <laughs> right. They call it the angina monologues. Uh, yeah, da, 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 da. What is happening today? <laughs> Why are off our jokes a, so weird? Off to a rousing start. This is this is this is a bunch of stuff that you know. Somebody's going to listen to and think it's really funny, but most people are going to go, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is, if this is the first episode of the Three Dudes show that you're listening to, the Three Dude cast, then I yeah. apologize. You didn't, you never, if it is, then you didn't even introduce yourself. That's they, true. Yeah. yeah. They have no idea. Right. We went right into the Ben-Hur right. joke yeah. and the Spartacus joke right. and right. a tailspin from there. Yeah. And then it went into jacking off into the replicator. Well, let's. Yeah. Well, let's. Um, <laughs> right. Way less fun than jacking off onto a replicant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah, problems, no, you're right. Those memories will be lost in time, like spooge <laughs> in <laughs> rain on my chin. <laughs> I was trying to remember the line. That, exactly that line. Uh, oh my goodness! So mystery person. Yeah, why are you? Uh, why are you fucked this week? Honestly, uh, I'm not feeling that fucked. Yeah? Give, me a, give me a second, and I'll think of something. Why okay. don't you go? Uh, I'm fucked because I bought new speakers this week. Um, yeah, which isn't they- necessarily a bad thing. It's a good thing. I wanted I wanted new speakers because that's me taking the steps towards getting my surround sound hooked up. Hell the problem yeah. is, I bought the speakers open box. So uh, these are really they're they're pretty high powered. They're they're okay. uh, just like yours, dual sub, um, but they're clipped. So they have the horn tweeter up top. These are like living room, like yeah, stereo towers, TV speakers. tower speakers. Yeah, right. um, but like the the problem with them is that they have two pegs to plug the uh, to run your wiring to. The top your red and your white. Your, yeah, your, yeah, it's red and black in this case. But oh, yeah, okay. it's it's the same same principle, positive negative. Yeah, they have two sets. The top powers the tweeters. The bottom powers the subs. Okay. Um. So you have to either buy amp them, which I'm not gonna do because why? You know what I mean? I have to buy a completely different amp, and that's just more power than I need. Right. Um. 
or you have to take a little, it's like a little gold plated or a little brass plated piece that clamps onto both pegs and then you wire the standard speaker wire from your amplifier to the bottom peg. And then because those those little connectors are there, it, it powers both the tweeters and the subs together at the same time. Yeah, sweet. Uh, the problem with that is I bought the speakers open box and all four of them that I would need are missing completely, which, again, <laughs> wouldn't be a big problem, except when I called Klipsch. Uh, to get a hold of the part, I have no problem paying for the part. I got a ridiculously good deal on these speakers, like an insanely good deal. Um, yeah. But when I called Klipsch to get the part, it, it took me three phone calls to even get somebody there because apparently they're always on lunch. Um, <laughs> and then when I did get somebody, she explained to me what the problem was, but they won't let me order the part unless I prove to them that I bought the speakers. What the fuck is the point? Why would that be the case? She's like, they want to prove that I have the speakers. So she's like, well, so, you know, we have to verify your warranty. And I'm like, Uh, I'm not. uh, You're trying to buy the part. I'm trying to buy the part. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I want to pay for it. I'm trying to give you money. (laughs) I'm trying to send you the part. I'm trying to give you money. If I'm going to ram it up my dick hole, (laughs) it shouldn't matter to you if I'm paying you money for the part. I want the part. But are you... Did you think about it? No, least? I couldn't fit it. Oh, okay. It's way too big. <laughs> well, you know, um, and it's crooked. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> so like I, it was she's like, oh, well, all you have to do is, uh, you know, send us a copy of your receipt and then we'll, we'll proceed through with the ordering process. And it's like, all right, so now I got to go get another copy of the receipt. And then I have to break out my printer, which I don't even, it's not fucking plugged in. Yeah. Do, do, I'm not in school. Who, who prints things? Right. Who, right. Exactly. <laughs> who fuck? in their normal life who doesn't work from home yeah. or is in school? Why don't just print everyone things? have it on their phone screen like normal people? Right. We, we live in the goddamn future. I know. I don't need paper running my life. <laughs> so not Getting only. soggy in the rain. Not only. paper. I have to, I have to find the receipt or get a new one printed, which again, you know, I work at the place where I, I can go do that, yeah. but I got to scan it onto the system and then send it to them. And then they're going to contact me about ordering the part. Yeah. And it's like, I just want to fucking <laughs> like I have the person on the line who knows what the part is. Right. I just need you to sell it to me. I'll give you a credit <laughs> card. It's so simple. It's like such a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. And I've, it should be simple. So I went the roundabout way and I tried to order uh, from Amazon. I found uh, a terminal that looked very similar and I ordered the, the same thing. They sent me the whole piece, which is like I'd have to unplug the I'd have to rewire the thing to put those pegs in. The yeah. piece doesn't fit, but that wasn't the point. The point was I needed that little brass connector. Yeah. Tried that just a little bit too big. So, of course, it doesn't fit. Which is an enormous pain in the oh ass. God. Um, so I had to send that back through Amazon, which is a whole fucking, you know, another thing in itself. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like a little frustrated here. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, like, this, this is, is why we're a little frustrated yeah. here. <laughs> it's just it's like and the thing is, as if this wasn't enough, there's a way to run them. This is real fun for everybody listening, by the way. They are loving Um, this. There's a way that I could just dodge around that. I could just strip the wire long enough and run 
the wire from the bottom peg to the top peg so they're both connected sure. instead of having to have the piece there. And then they're both getting power yeah. no matter what. The problem is I don't have a good enough pair of wire strippers. So when I try and, and run, the, you know, I need about a good inch and a half, two inches worth of wire to right. run it up there. Yeah. So if I try and strip it way far back, I just end up cutting the wire shorter and shorter. Yeah, right. Uh, which is really annoying because <laughs> <laughs> I have an easy fix for it that I don't have to go through all this bullshit. Yeah. But I don't have the right equipment to do it. That is really frustrating. Well, one of us might be able to do it or mm. might know someone who, who has the equipment. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Like, I know I could. I could. I, I feel could. like Alec has wires. Oh, strippers. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But the, like, I have to strip like an enormous section of wire, Here, and it's a like couple of, a couple of inches worth. At the, least. the the problem is this would just be so. A, it would be easier if I just fucking had the peas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, like I, it's just I'm I'm feeling a little pissed that I had to sit on the phone and wait for someone to just not order me the part. Yeah. And make me go through another step. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So, and she was like super nice on the phone, and I understand like it's not the 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 woman's fault who I spoke to. No, yeah, no. she doesn't make the rules. Uh, fucking Robert Clips, that dead asshole, makes the rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just it's like it's really annoying because I just want to hook these things up, and I know they work because I wired each piece, <clears throat> and I checked the tweeters are working, and I checked the the subs; those everything's working independently. But you know, I gotta get it. I fucking gotta get this thing. Yeah. So. I'm just a little. I'm a. Pe- I'm peeved. <laughs> why, why we're peeved. why we're peeved. Why this we're week peevish at this moment. Why we're moderately displeased. <laughs> uh, Dave, uh, let's no. move on to the next segment of the show. <laughs> we're going to take a little break and no, we'll be no, back. No, hold on a minute. I got one. I just I, introduced you, incidentally. Yeah, that's right. Hi, yeah, that's uh, Dave. Hey. hey. How you doing? Hey, douchebags. <laughs> How you guys doing? Uh, Are so- you Muslim? <laughs> <laughs> because it's 9-11. Because not, not in my America. <laughs> That's why I think we should call it our America and not your America. <laughs> right. Huh? That's what? A, that's a Parks and Rec joke. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> nope, we can. <clears throat> Any- <laughs> anyway, I got I got a why I'm fucked. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I typically try to avoid watching garbage television. Uh-huh. Do I, you? I typically <laughs> do. I really do. Do you? I yeah, I really usually do. Yeah. What is, what's making What's making you say that? Uh, I know some of the shit that you've watched before. Like, like what? Uh, like the stupid yacht show that That's I have also watched about to talk about. Yep. Wait, um, the, the what? The the stupid yacht show. I'll let, I'll let you. I, I'm I'm just saying. I watched three hours of this before. The so. stupid yes. yacht show. Let me tell you what this is. I, because again, <laughs> yeah. I typically avoid garbage television. Me too. Hashtag I mean, me too. I think the the guilty pleasures are usually reality show based, and there there's very few of them. Uh-huh. Very few of them. Kitchen nightmares. Kitchen also, Nightmares also is amazing. In, in love with Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> yeah. That's that's junk TV. It's, it's rotten, you dick. <laughs> it's, it's raw. It's raw. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sauce? You taking the piss, mate? Um, <laughs> you 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 fuck off. <laughs> so sorry. Usually, I don't watch a lot of that. Christy has me sucked into this show, and I am just livid at myself. <laughs> For how much of this I've watched already, 
It's a show called Below Deck. <laughs> I already hate it. This this sounds like a porno. It's a reality show, you say. <laughs> it's it's also basically halfway a porno, too. Uh, but what it is, is is a show about a crew on a yacht, like one of these luxury yachts. For people who rent, you know what I yeah, mean, for the vacation. insufferable rich people <sighs> rent for days at a time. God. And they go out. This one is the, the Mediterranean season or, or the spinoff of the show where it's all, uh, you know, around the Mediterranean. It's all day goes. <laughs> yeah, right. it's, yeah. it's um it's it's a bunch of smelly Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of sweaty, hairy gold jewelry crusted olive scented uh musky <laughs> too much cologne wearing <laughs> Wife beaten. <laughs> Wife beaten. <laughs> the, 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 well, the first season of the show actually was all around Greece. Mm-hmm. And I think the third season. You're the one that I want. <laughs> the, the third season is mostly, I think, Italy. I'm not totally sure. Oh, bibbidi boobity bobbity. Bibbidi You want to talk about beating your wife, Italy. What? Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So. Italians beat their wives. That's what I'm saying. Jesus all of them. All of Jesus them. Jesus. They, they all do. Me included. And we're really doing a great job of bringing the world together on 9 11 here, aren't we? <laughs> Never forget. Never forget. I forgot. I completely you forgot. Did. Oh, yeah. shit. I forgot about the Alamo. <laughs> so here's the deal this show's bad. It's actually bad. Yeah. It's everyone, horrible. Sure. Almost, almost everyone on this goddamn boat is a bad person. And they're insu- Yeah, they're insufferable. They're it, insufferable. In your defense, it's riveting. That's I just <laughs> hate how much I love it. Yeah. It's OK. It's so riveting. TV. So this is like a Bravo reality show mm-hmm. and the uh, worst of reality shows. Yeah. And <laughs> and I remember saying to Christy, like, it's weird, like on Bravo, even their straight content is kind of gay. <laughs> yeah, it, it is like sort of kind of I don't know what it, it's like the the snappy club music and the the sort of like the caddy drop out. I'm like, hey, even their straight content's a little yeah. bit gay. Um, oh, thanks, just keep getting better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's uh, I I've watched now like a complete the the new season almost no definitely uh, all of it minus the finale, and then I went back and I started watching the first season. Yep, and all these people are like more or less irredeemably bad, with like very few exceptions, and it's like. It's all this, like, cut-into-the-camera kind of shit of, like, people just saying mean things when they think no one can hear them. And it just... And so, like, these entire dramas all play out on board a yacht. Yeah. Yeah. It'll all be, like... uh, Everything was fine on land, and then once you get onto the yacht, everything just goes... (laughs) Well, no. Well, okay, so what it is is they'll go out for a couple of days, and they'll serve some party of, of like, you know, uh, guests. Yeah, and it's and th- thousands of dollars a day. It's crazy thousands expensive. Thousands and thousands of dollars And then, a day. like, you know, people bitch about, oh, what, well, they didn't have gumballs. I mm. wanted to have gumballs. Mm. And bleh, bleh. Mm. Gumballs. A, a little, I can't remember. A little it, gnome a- didn't suck my dick in the bathroom. <laughs> I wanted a pumpkin from a gnome. It's like, you know, people come on, and they, like, you know, they have, uh, some people are really nice, and other people have completely completely unrealistic demands because, you know, this is their luxury thing. So they want to be shitty. They're actually <sighs> paying for the privilege of being shitty because they paid a lot of money. Yeah. So they get to be shitty. Like it brings out the worst. I don't think that's the way that that works. I think they think it is. <laughs> um, I think you I think you you have reasonable expectations for paying a lot of money, but I don't think that gives you an excuse for being a hot cunt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, like think about it. Like you've paid. OK, imagine you've paid. You know, 
$30,000 for uh, whatever, like a, a, a night or something, like two nights or whatever. Let's, I don't know. Let's just imagine that because even <laughs> if I had that money, I would not I would not do that. Well, the tips end up being like twelve to $18,000. Right. That gives you a sense of like how expensive this is. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. And they split them up amongst a whole crew. But imagine you put all that money into going out, you know, and having your, your couple of days out on the Mediterranean. Don't you, like, want to be as agreeable as possible because part of what you want to remember is having had a good time? Yeah. Right. You want to fucking relax. You want to chill out on deck and, like, get drunk and, yeah. and <laughs> fuck your wife. Yeah. <laughs> and fuck your friend's wife. And fuck, right. Well, you know, of course, she he fucks your wife. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Complain about affirmative action and <laughs> fucking. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> anyway, it's it's pretty ridiculous, but. I, I, Forget I, about 9-11 for a change. <laughs> Thank God we're out here in the middle of the med and I can forget about 9-11. It's been, it's been weighing on my mind for God. Uh, I've always remembered. Almost two God. decades now. It's only so much time can I hold that little nugget of a day in the front of my mind like a little like, ah. like a little jewel. Well, we said we would oh never God. forget, but I, I kind of. Yeah. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm paying 40 grand <laughs> is so I could forget. Just a brief forgetting. Of 9-11. Right. Anyway, don't watch the show. It's bad. Uh, it sounds bad. It's bad. It's, it's bad, but it's riveting. Riveting television. I, I, I have, a, I have a, a, an interesting philosophical question regarding the nature of wealth and its place in society. All right. Why don't we kill these fuckers? Eat the rich. Eat the fucking rich. Eat the rich. Why don't we... Why are, why are we not right now <laughs> killing these people? Why have we not eaten the rich yet? <laughs> it's so obvious. <laughs> Incidentally, the blue collar version of that show is the one where they go out on the crab boat and risk their lives for like yeah 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 three that months at a time. That's a good show. That is actually a, a, a really good show. That's What's a, that called again? Deadliest deadliest catch. catch. There you go. That's, that's an a yeah. That's a good reality yeah. show. That's people making a lot of money. Maybe if I <laughs> maybe if I want to watch a show about people being on a boat, it better either be like dangerous, high stakes, bad weather, fishermanry. <laughs> or, or I couldn't think of the right word for it. Fisherman <laughs> fishing. <laughs> that doesn't sound as exciting though. Fisherman Ray. Fisherman Ray makes it sound like I, an artisanal I, profession. I'm yeah. Fisherman Ray. <laughs> Reeds an Tilapia Tendies. Just out on the front of the ship going <laughs> into the waves with his fist up <laughs> over his head. Fuck you, Poseidon. You're not my real dad. I, I wanted to either be that or like or like dramatic recreations of like actual high seas stories and myths, because like, yeah. let's be real. Any you could make 100 million episodes of of bored rich people on a yacht. What was the show called? It's called Below Deck. Below Deck. You could make 100 million episodes of that and it still wouldn't be anywhere near as good as a halfway decent reading of Rime of the Ancient Mariner. That's true. Yeah. Like, That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to see in a show. I want to see some fucking high seas pirate age stories. I want to hear tales about the flag Dutchman. I want to I want to watch a show where where dudes like Dudes are like trying to hoist the mainsails while there's like yeah. a fucking hurricane all over. Yeah. I want to see that shit. Yeah, I'm with if that. I'm gonna watch any show about people on a boat. It's gonna be something like that. Yeah, I feel like it would be really cool to do a show centered around the U.S. Coast Guard and all the all oh, the yeah. dumb assholes that they rescue yeah. in the middle of hurricanes and stuff. <laughs> no, everybody gives the Coast Guard shit. 
Those guys have like an insanely fucking rigorous training program that they have to go through. Oh yeah, they're a branch of the military. Yeah, of course, right. they, of course it'd be. Yeah, everybody. Like, but like, no, everybody's like, ah, you know, whatever. I, uh, you they're know, part of our armed forces. Yeah, right. They, these guys fucking jump eighty feet from a helicopter into twenty foot swells. They're nuts. Yeah, they're insane. <laughs> like they they got they got big gigantic brass balls. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I don't know. It's that's what I, I would watch a reality show about that. It's just for sure. Sure. For sure. It's like it's like I don't know what I what I imagine is the is Morty. the um, Morty uh, is the Morty, Morty image of of like in a teenage girl's mind of a of a of a lifeguard. He's like he looks like a superhero. Like yeah. he's, his job is to save lives. Imagine a imagine a fucking lifeguard. But like he's also part of the armed forces. He's got into like a cross between a lifeguard, a firefighter, a soldier, and yeah. a superhero. That's and, exact, and, you, and you've got the Coast Guard. That's exactly what it is, yeah. Mm. I, for a brief time, I thought about when I was younger, just signing up and going to, uh, it's in New England. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, the, there's basically the, the one base where they train. Asaquapawanahana. Yes, that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where they train the Coast Guard. And then I watched like training videos of what they have to do in order to become and like new. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was like, yeah, no, I, I because the, and they don't tell you this, but like 40 uh, percent of the people who jo- like sign up to the Coast Guard fucking don't make it. They wash the fuck out. God. They don't make it because it's it's a pain in the ass. Like, yeah. it not everybody graduates. I feel like know? I feel like, too. Yeah, maybe it's a little unfair for me to include lifeguard in that combination because it's like it's like uh, EMT. Cross with yep. firefighter, cross with soldier, yeah. cross with sailor, cross with pilot. Yeah. Like it's it, it's insane. Yeah. The things the Coast Guard does. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that down here. You know, stop shitting on the Coast Guard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they end up getting lumped in like somehow with something like the Peace Corps or something like that. Yeah. They're just like they're like. Right. Like, Something that like people are like, yeah, but that's not really the, na- the like, national. Oh, it is the National Guard reserves. Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, like, they always get lumped in. All these, yeah, you know, get lumped in. As no, like, it's, like it's not enough. It's nothing somehow. like going to Ghana and smoking pot with the villagers. <laughs> it's not like that at all. It's, it's a, a very real possibility that you're going to die yeah. when you go to work. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, and it, it's. I think because it's more dramatic to the public eye to imagine, you know, a battalion of Marines shipping off halfway across the world. It's more dramatic to imagine that. What what in my experience, a lot of Marines will tell you is like a lot of it is, you know, you fix vehicles, you sit around mm-hmm. base waiting for shit sure. to do. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You or you it, try to do the stuff that they you're told to do, but you can't because the equipment is. 20 years out of date. Right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what it's like to be a Marine <laughs> in peacetime. Uh, well, should yeah, we? Yeah. So. So. <laughs> shall we uh, take a little break? Yeah, let's take a break. Yeah. And then we'll be back with the, uh, you're going to tell me a fucking Smoking joke. Smoking and drinking. You're going to tell me a joke. <laughs> uh, you, better, you, better have a, I, uh, you better You better have a motherfucking joke for me. Uh, I, got a, I got a joke for you. I got a joke for you, too. I got a joke. Yeah? Yeah. Dick Cheney's trigger trigger discipline. Uh, <laughs> 9-11. Weapons of mass we'll be, destruction. No. We'll, we'll be back in a bit. What, Dick Cheney? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold on. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Hey everybody, we're back. We had, yep. uh, we had a couple warm up jokes before our, our hey. off mic. We had a little, a little bit of a, jokes. Yeah, me too. It's one of those things that you know. Jokes really, is good. Jokes is good. It's always jokes good. are special. So yeah, we got a, got a couple warm up jokes in there before we uh, a couple a couple ones that you're not going to get to hear. Yep. And uh, <laughs> you can just enjoy imagining what those jokes yeah, might right. have been. Yep. Yeah. Lost to history. Yeah. Uh, but that's not why I'm You've here probably now. Probably heard them before. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but that's not why I'm here now. I'm here now to tell you the joke of the week. Yay! Yay. Uh, so this is the actual joke. Um, uh, this American uh, and his wife decide they're they're going to go to uh, this. Is the, the last joke I told took place in Scotland. This one's going to take place in Scotland too. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. They uh, decide they're going to go to Scotland for the honeymoon, and uh, they they you know get off the plane and they they go to their resort. Um, and it's kind of like underwhelming. They get to this place and it's just. Out in this big field in the middle of nowhere, um, and there's just town drunkards kind of all over the place, <laughs> kind of in the, in the middle of the city. And so, so you know, Scotland. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, Scotland, basically. Yeah, just exactly what you picture about Scotland. <laughs> so uh, the his wife goes, ah, you know, I'm going to go to bed early. Uh, I want to get a big jump on the day. They have some stuff planned, and he's the guy's like, well, I don't want to go to bed yet. I want to, I want to at least try and make the most of this. And he decides he's going to go into town and, and go to the uh, pub. And he goes to the this this local pub and he he's drinking and he you know he keeps staring at this one guy in the corner who's just putting him down one after another. And and he decides, you know, he's gonna have some courage, you know, after a couple hours there, he's just drunk enough, he's gonna go talk to this guy and see what the problem is. So he comes over to him, he puts his hand on his shoulder and he, you know, sits down at the table and he said, you know, I've been watching you all night and I, 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 you know, I'm here on, I'm here on my honeymoon with my wife and I, I just, I'm wondering why you look so sad. And the guy goes, oh, you're wondering why I'm so sad, are you, laddie? Yeah. You, you see that fence out there? And he points out the window and there's this big stone fence that's, you know, stacked up on the outside. And the guy says, yeah, yeah. He said, I built that fence stone by stone over the course of many months. But do they call me Agnes the fence builder? No, no, they don't. <laughs> And it's a, the guy goes, well, yeah, I, I guess I understand. And he goes, no, laddie, you don't understand. You don't. Do you, do you see that building, that church across the street there? I laid that masonry down myself. I took two years of my life to build. I'm changing accents again. I'm like trying to track this accent. I come from Dublin originally, laddie. I took, I took two years of my life to build this church. But do they call me Agnes the church builder? No, no, they don't. And the guy goes, no, I understand. And he says, no, laddie, you don't. Do you see that pier out there? And the, the guy goes, yeah. And he says, I, I spent months and months laying the wood down for that pier, digging it out into the ocean. But do they, and the guy stops him and he says, they don't call you Agnes the, pil the pier builder, do they? He said, no, they don't. But you fuck one goat. <laughs> I like that joke. Yeah. I like that joke. And I like that you told it with the accent. Yeah, you have to, right? Yeah. You got it. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice one. It's true. You it's fuck true. one goat. You, you fuck one goat. You're goat fucker You're for goat life. You're goat fucker forever. That's it. <laughs> Believe uh, you me. You don't want to be the goat fucker <laughs> on your block. Look. Goats are wily bastards. That's the title you got to earn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Wily. Or so I hear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just just even just try to picture, try to hold a goat still to begin with is not an easy task. You got you to wine and dine it first. <laughs> <laughs> You're 
<laughs> can't even say you that. Gotta, with a you gotta take face. that goat out of the town. You gotta buy him a nice dinner. <laughs> him. Yeah. What, right. do you, what do you think? What do you think I am? Some kind of hobo? <laughs> <laughs> no. Listen, I fucked a girl goat. Okay. <laughs> Get that shit straight. Uh, That's proper in the eyes of our Christian Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't want you to get it wrong here, okay? Let's not get it twisted, all right? <laughs> yes. I'm not fucking no guy goat, all right? <laughs> Listen, if I'm going to fuck a goat, <laughs> it's going to be a lady goat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We H- how's that for you? <laughs> <laughs> So, next, you're gonna accuse me of jerking off on your Cobb salad. <laughs> also, not a sin in the Christian Bible. No, no. as far as I'm aware, you, I don't even think there's a Cobb salad in well, the Bible. God definitely no. says not to scatter your seed on the ground, but he said nothing about a luxury salad. But there, no. or a luxury salad. I'm picturing a luxurious, <laughs> a, a, top level Cobb salad. Just bukkakied. Well, <laughs> it made a, it doesn't mention Cobb salads, but it does mention Caesar. And you gotta, you know, you gotta render unto the Caesar salad. What is the Caesar salad? Ew, ew, et tu brute. Uh, all right, shall we? <laughs> we really do play at some pseudo intellectualism on yeah, the show. And pseudo, pseudo. Emph- Be- emphasis on the pseudo. Beware yeah. the chodes of Marsh. <laughs> Shall we get into the topic this we week? We could. No, but he really want to talk did. more about penises. He really did get Bukake to death. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> Anywho. It's <laughs> poor Caesar. It's just, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's, just taking it. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. Is he, you know, he, he wasn't watching his back, and mm-hmm. he got a hit with a load there, and he turned mm-hmm. around, and then all of a sudden it was everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, uh, it's, uh, it's, I know literature. Senatus Romanus. Bukakis. <laughs> I don't know what I'm this doing. This is gross. This is really gross. What are we doing this for? It's what funny. Are we, Internet what are we, points. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. You're telling me you're not picturing Caesar just... Oh, I absolutely <laughs> am. That's my problem. This with the little slug across the whole, toga. The yeah. whole Senate just said, toga, toga, toga. toga. Yeah, I'm picturing Caesar with like a robe mm. and a chest plate and just yep. positively dripping. At, yep. at goo brute. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good name for this episode. <laughs> at goo brute. At goo brute. Ew. <laughs> just, just ew, really. <laughs> Just you. All right, let's uh, oh. let's get into the real topic this week. Yes. Yeah. Let's um, do it. You mean it's not jacking off over dead Roman emperors? Believe it or not, <laughs> mean to tell me <laughs> it's not scattering semen across a former Roman emperor yeah, or or a luxury salad <laughs> <laughs> that may or may not even be named after him. <laughs> no, actually, the Caesar salad was invented in Mexico. Believe it or not, that's a true story by a man named Cesar. I'm yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or with the last name of Cesar. Yeah. Cesar, the, the, the Cesar salad doesn't <laughs> yeah. sound as good by Caesar Milan. <laughs> Two years ago on Animal Planet, the man himself. <laughs> what the? Okay, what's the topic, Chris? Can we move? Can we move on? <laughs> the topic this week more like the seeds or so. 
The tough- I'm going to kill myself live on this show. I'm going to kill myself on this show. <laughs> you're both the. This show's the worst, and you're both the worst. All right, uh, the, to- the topic this week. Um, I was talking about how my um, how my speakers. Uh, uh, are more of a hassle than they're worth at this point. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, and uh, the, the bullshit that I have to go through to try and get them to work. Mm-hmm. So in that spirit, this week's topic is bullshit. Okay. Bullshit meaning just the little annoyances in life that you have to go through. Oh, um, that kind of bullshit. Other yeah. other people's bullshit yeah. that you're, you know what I mean? I, I've regularly stated on the show, I'm done letting people get away with their bullshit. Ah. So I want instances of bullshit that you've had to deal with in your life that is, that is you know, indeniably bullshit. Yes. Um, things that have bothered you and uh, how you cope with it. Okay, so this is, we did an episode about bullshit, which is like the, the, the untrue things in life. Yes. This is bullshit. The petty, annoying, drives you insane, people being behaving badly. The little things. The things you should not have to deal with. Exactly. Sure. Uh, and and mm-hmm. I, to put an addendum on this here, I don't want this to be all just like, oh, I had to wait to red light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want it to be like... <laughs> Uh, good example. I told a story on the show about uh, the the people at Walmart who were cleaning the floor, and I just wanted to get my country ribs for the sauce. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, but for reasons of bureaucracy and literal tape. Yeah, you couldn't get your meat <laughs> right, even was though there was accessible to you. There was no cleaning <laughs> happening. Yeah, and I yeah. just kind of just pushed the thing aside and. Got my stuff and did what I needed because to do. someone thinks yellow caution tape means that right. you can't walk over there and get the thing. Right. Look, look, if Batman can bypass the yellow caution tape, so can I. God right. damn it. Right. Because I am Batman. <laughs> As I've said many times before on Facebook. Um, yeah. Uh, so I I am no my current cell phone provider is Verizon and uh, I really don't have many complaints Mm. About reception, about service. No, Verizon is pretty much considered the best. I yeah, think. yeah. Uh, the company I was with before, Virgin uh, Mobile. Virgin Mobile. I wasn't going to mention it. I was gonna, it's just going to say it's the it's the company that's that's headed by that that old wrinkly British fuck who thinks he's a rock star. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He sure Tesla. does. Tesla. <laughs> Richard Bronson, Missouri. Um, yeah, he's he's an odd one, isn't he? Yeah. He's he, he's a cocksucker. He, he is. is. He is a he's such an asshole. He's like if John McAfee wasn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's um yeah that's a whole other conversation, John McAfee. Yeah. Um, so uh, so I my previous provider before Verizon was Virgin Mobile, and this was years and years ago. I've uh, my past two phones, I believe, have, have been Verizon phones, and. Um, there, uh, when I was with Virgin Mobile, there was a month where I, I paid for my service, and uh, for a few days, I didn't have my my 4G. I didn't have like any kind of data at all, mm. um, unless I was connected to my home Wi-Fi or you know any other Wi-Fi that happened to be in range. I had no data. I wasn't getting what I was paying for. 
You, um, what were you paying for? What <laughs> was I paying for? <laughs> so, um, well, it was unlimited, first of all. Um, it wasn't like a high-tier phone or anything. So this is like the cheap unlimited. This is like the, you know, yeah. the unlimited that'll get you by. Um, so I, I, I emailed them, and I, and I was like, look, I, I haven't had any service now for like three days and I've paid my bill. What can you do about this? And, uh, uh, so I got the runaround essentially. Yeah. I got, I got the runaround and, and, uh, a a few days went by. And so eventually I was, I was like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be something going on here. There's gotta be something. So I, I took it to Facebook and I said like, look, like in, in full view of God and everyone, like you do on Facebook, you know, you make your comment public and it's like, look, I, it's been like a week now. I, I haven't had the service that I've paid for. What's going on? It's a really long time. It a was week, a week is a long time for it, them to get this it, sorted out. It was a solid week. And, um, and ultimately, uh, you know, she ran me through like the, in the public comments, like these, these, you know, typical, tech support steps, which I get, you know, power the phone back off and back on, turn it into airplane mode and then back on, Um, which, you know, because they wouldn't say those unless they were actual solutions. Yeah, drop it into the bottom of a bucket and submerge it in piss. Right. You know, the normal thing. Right. Normal things. And then this person, a bunch of other people were saying the same thing, like, I'm not getting my service either. What's going on? And she said, and the service person said, this was what sent me over the fucking edge. (laughs) Try repaying for the month of service. <laughs> no. Essentially, essentially submit another payment. <clears throat> the fuck I will. And so and so in my immediate response was outrage, was consumer <laughs> outrage in ways that I because because like look, you went full Karen. You just <laughs> right. Well, you demanded like, to see that like, look, manager. I really try to be a good customer. I tip well. I respect people in every service position. I, I yeah, because I know I I know people that have been in those positions, and and that's and like it's hell. that's the yeah. worst. Difficult customers are the worst. So I I do my absolute best to be conscious of myself. All and be of a us, good customer. All of us have worked thankless jobs and know exactly why sure. you should be kind to people. Sure, and and so I and so I said, and so I said I've paid for it once and I haven't gotten it. This response is unacceptable, and I'm going to be taking this complaint to the Better Business Bureau. And a bunch of other people in the comments, I say a bunch, it was like, you know, three or four. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this this isn't like, you know, and then everyone stood up and clapped. Yeah, right. <laughs> this isn't one of those things. Get a standing ovation. A bunch of other people. From the internet. A bunch of other people echoed my sentiments like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> That's <laughs> what kind really, of really that? bad. So I did. I went to the Better Business Bureau's website. I filed a formal complaint against Virgin Mobile. Uh, 24 hours later, I was contacted by the VP of Quality Assurance. Oh, wow. Uh, who, uh, who said. Like company wide? <laughs> apparently. Wow. Or, or like maybe just like Virgin America. I don't know. That's pretty big. But like I was contacted by by her and she said, I've gotten in touch with. Our, our technical teams, the antennas in your area are being upgraded. And I said, well, I, I was, no one was told about this. Yeah. Like, we, why don't they know? Our service has just been out for like a week. Yeah. And, and, uh, and she said, well, she said, uh, uh, your service should be, 
should be coming back. Uh, she actually gave me like a timetable as to what these teams were doing. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I said, that's, that's perfect. That's all I need to know. And she's, she's like, yeah, I, I like, I guarantee this will be, this will be back up. Is there anything else I can do? And I said, well, you could reimburse me for the time I haven't had my service. Right. That's yeah. for sure. Right. Right. <laughs> and, which is and, like, which boils down to a couple bucks, but it's the fucking principle of the matter at that point. Well, right? I mean, a couple bucks. It was like, it was like a week and a half by that point. Yeah. That right. I hadn't had yeah. service. So it was a pretty substantial, uh, you know, so I, I, I said like, you know, yeah, I, like I wouldn't mind like, you know, this much reimbursed or like just a free month of service for this. Yeah. yeah. And, and she said, absolutely. I'll, I'll give you a free month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's um, reasonable because yeah, that was, that was bullshit. That was the most bullshit <laughs> solution I've ever heard in my life. Is pay, why don't you try paying for it again? Dipshit. <laughs> like seriously, that's the, Fuck Im- off. that's the implicit, like that sentence doesn't come without a, a invisible parenthetical dipshit at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like well, you're not oh, getting what you paid why for. Why didn't it? I think about that? Let me pay for it again. <laughs> oh, please take my money, please. Yeah, <laughs> like I paid. I paid for the thing once and I didn't get it. What makes you think I'm gonna pay for it again and not still not get it? Like, yeah. fuck you. Seriously. I hated that. That fucking enraged me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but after after talking with that that QA woman, I I went back to the to the bureau because they had they had even said they got in contact with them and and yeah. uh and you know forwarded my complaint and i went back and i said the situation's been resolved to my satisfaction thanks to this person in qa and and you know everything worked out but like like you couldn't even let us know right well like and that's you the thing send us a fucking email yeah that, saying like that, it could have been avoided if they just sent like a text to your phone that's like hey we're gonna be doing this thing you know yeah. what I mean? You're going to experience interruptions. Even if you didn't provide a timetable, just anything saying you're going to be experiencing some interruptions of service over the next week or so. Yeah. Yeah. And I would have been like, okay. Right. But there was no notification at all. There was no alert. There, Nothing. Nothing to tell me that that the antennas themselves were offline. Right? Yeah. Meanwhile, Richard Branson was cruising around at high altitude, having yeah. a Saturnalia with a whole bunch of stewardesses. Yeah, right. So he didn't give a shit. I hope he. I hope. <laughs> I hope he fucking like gets drunk and fires a gun into like the window of his spaceship and gets sucked out into space. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Richard you know, Branson is just dickhead. smoking opium with naked hookers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Richard Branson. High as a kite. Yep. Somewhere. Packed to the gills with goat meat. <laughs> Doesn't care about your problems. Yep. Just he, spread he, someone's ass cheeks. And not even realizing. A big he, fat bump of coke off of the Richard Branson the will brown hole. never be David Bowie no matter how hard he tries. <laughs> yeah. No, he won't. <clears throat> he's, <laughs> he's, I was going to say, he's, never mind. <laughs> still, still just picturing what you just said. And it's really awful. Just Richard Branson just. Right in the right in the asshole, not right even on the crack. Nose deep in the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Big fat bump. And this is good coke. This is Richard Branson we're yeah, talking about. Just, you think he's got shitty coke? No, no he way. flies to Colombia. He could go to the lab and get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Just just does a bunch of lines and just goes back to his hotel room and jacks off to pictures of himself. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which I mean, if I had money, yeah, yeah I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I'll give you a good example of one that I had last week. Uh, I was off on Friday. 
uh, and I was trying to squeeze it, squeezing in uh, before the rain. I went out to uh, Lakeside Golf Course up by uh, Lake Milton, oh, and I was golfing sweet. by myself, and uh, I ran into two groups back to back. One was a fivesome, and the other was a foursome. Um, they even allow groups of five on a golf course? Not typically, but yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they did. Yeah, they they had a fivesome out, uh, and then there was a foursome in front of them. And inevitably, I was by myself. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm not – I got to invite you guys out, and we got to go out and play because I don't like golfing by myself. I always feel like I'm hurrying too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, inevitably, around the third or fourth hole, I caught up to them. Uh, and I was I was finishing my putt uh, and, you know, the group in front of me, uh, you know, the, the guys wheeled over to the, the green in their carts and, uh, you know, they're like, hey, just so you know, uh, there's two groups that are that are right here. And now this is a, for those of you who don't golf, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of golf etiquette here. Standard golf etiquette dictates that if there's somebody who's faster mm-hmm. playing behind you. Yeah. It's just common courtesy that on a public course, if you're not in a tournament setting, you just let them play ahead of you. You just you yeah. wait. They take you their T-shirt. Yeah. Right. And then you, you know, playing you know, through. This is referred playing to through. Yeah, you let them play through. Uh, and the guy, these, these two old fuckers just wheeled up to me and uh, they're like, hey, just so you know, uh, we got uh, we got two groups here. So if you want to go, you know, uh, around us. And I'm thinking like, oh, good, they're going to let me play through. They're like, if you want to just skip ahead a couple holes and then double back and play. Uh, no, 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 no. And I'm no. like, oh, OK. And the thing is, I did it. I went I went to hole number six and I teed up my ball and I went, no, no, I don't think so. And I went back to where they were and I hit and then I caught up behind him uh, and and the, the, the like up on the next tee box on like hole number five, the guy's like, hey, are, are you going to go skip a, a couple holes? I'm like, no, I think I'm just going to play play through. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they were like, uh, well, we got another group. And I'm like, no, nah, I think I'm going to play through them, too. <laughs> so I did. I just went, you know, as like it's just like another example of yeah. like people like is them making it way more complicated right. for you. If, so instead of taking a minute, yeah, chew, chew a piece of gum and wait, right. wait yeah. a minute. If you're if you're golfing and you're in a fucking hurry, you shouldn't be golfing. Exactly. Yeah. It's a game of leisure. You're not supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just it's like. But it was like they they couldn't bother for a second to be they were they were like morally offended that I was like, no, I think I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> well, make you guys wait because it's only going to take me seven minutes to play this hole and it's taking you 30. I, I'd like to ask you, is it possible they didn't want to speak for the other group and sure. risk offending? them? It's absolutely possible that they didn't do that. But it. I would standard say standard etiquette, standard etiquette, standard dictates, etiquette. right? The, it doesn't you know, matter what the other there's group nine, thinks. nine people that are, are going out together. Yeah. Standard etiquette dictates that you should just let the one person who's behind, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just go through. It's like being, <clears throat> it's like at the grocery store. You've got a full buggy full of shit. You're buying a guy behind you has a loaf of bread. You let the guy with the loaf of bread go ahead of you. Exactly. Yeah. I very rarely come up to the checkout with a full cart. I'll I'll go in for like I'll have a loaf of bread and a pack uh, a case of beer or yeah. something. Yeah. And yeah, very often, yeah, people will just let me go in front. Yeah. It's uh, the, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's just like you just know, courtesy. minor inconvenience to you, major efficiency boost to them. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But it was like I, the, the, I'm pissed because the fact that I went so far as to go, 
all right, whatever. And then I went all the way over and I'm like, no, fuck it. You know, like screw you guys. Like, I've been, you know, <laughs> you've been doing this longer than me, presumably, although they, they weren't playing like it. Yeah, it's like, right. And it's this thing. Whenever those there's, <laughs> I've seen five sums out before. Whenever it's those big groups, it's always these old fucking hoagies that go out there and do this. Hoagies, hoagies is what I meant. It's, it's a bunch of steak sandwiches. It's, they it's can't always, swing. It's always a bunch of BLTs out there, lathered in dressing. Yeah, they have no power. It's a piece of bread. It's getting soggy. Come on, man. No, come on. Your time is limited before that dressing leaks into your precious uh, uh, sandwich. Sam, bowl. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always these old guys who are out there. Metaphor for for the mortality of old golfers, <laughs> right. truly. Yeah, right. But it's like they're they're always it's always these guys who are just playing horrible. Yeah. Which is, I'm not a great golfer, right? I'm a bogey golfer at best. On a on a good day, I shoot for you know 45, which oh. is what I shot. Incidentally, oh, see, I'm, like a, I'm a hoagie golfer. <laughs> <laughs> I got free sandwich at the end of it. Uh, but yeah, I you know like uh, I, I play bogey golf at best, so I try to shoot a five on every hole. Yeah, um, uh, which I did actually. I got, I got 45 at Lakeside, but uh, you know th- these guys are just out there chunking, chunking. You know what I mean? And it's <laughs> That's like, a peach, hun. Yeah, right, exactly. And it's <laughs> like you know, even if I start sucking, yeah, I'm going to be light years ahead of you. In five minutes, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it just it was just annoying. And it's just a prime example of people. Everybody, everybody calls our generation entitled. <laughs> but this this is yeah. an evergreen topic for me. Right. I could talk about that for fucking this days. Is, it's like, but it, like the, the fucking like the brass balls for you to be like, oh, no, just you. You can fuck <laughs> off and go skip a couple holes. Wait till we're done. Yeah. Like, fuck <laughs> off. Motherfucker, it's not my fault you guys suck. Yeah, right. That's that's a bullshit topic we should talk about. Is the entitlement of of boomers and and above, dude? Is like could talk forever. (laughs) And I'm not saying that our generation isn't entitled to some degree because everybody's entitled. Everyone feels entitled. Entitlement is an equal opportunity. Right. It's It's, not exclusive by generation, but it is more prominent in certain generations. It's so. Fucking noticeable. You remember that meme I sent you with the Hindenburg? (laughs) (laughs) I've been sharing that with everyone who will pay attention. It's it's just uh, the top image is a picture of the Hindenburg in in flight uh, before it blows up and and in orbit. In orbit. In orbit. Out there in space. (laughs) Remember when they sent the Hindenburg to space? (laughs) (laughs) It's... (laughs) They called it Space Hindenburg. Space it was wild. I christened this ship Didenic. Didenic. She's built like a steakhouse, but she handles like a bistro. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> sure, back on track. So, uh. The, the Hindenburg the, says the, the top image is a picture of the intact flying Hindenburg. And on top of it is text that says, uh, uh, unlike you millennials, unlike you millennials, I'm not so easily triggered. And then the second uh, image is the Hindenburg going up in flames. And it says, why football man don't stand up. <laughs> uh, I, I've been showing that to everyone that will that will give me a minute. I love that image so much. It's why football man don't stand up. It's is so, so funny. It's so great. The fact 
that these kinds of protests, these kinds of, of peaceful protests are striking a nerve yeah. is proof that they're on the right track. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's proof that those those protests are are hitting on a nerve that doesn't want to be hit. And that's yeah. the thing. To make change, you got to get a little fucking uncomfortable first and admit some terrible truths. Yeah. And the truth, the truth is, of course, you know, people, people are like, oh, he's, you know, he's disrespecting uh, <laughs> fucking the armed forces and, and our veterans. What? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, if, I don't understand that argument. If like, you if you had been paying attention, you would know that football players are kneeling down in solidarity because it's a protest against the treatment of African-Americans by police in this country. Yeah. Which is a a pretty significant trend. Right. It's also that, very that specific. Be, oh, you know, since forever. <laughs> right. It's very it's here's the thing. The 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 protest is on a specific topic. The reaction is on a general offense. Yeah. And that sure. I think says everything you need to know. If you take it, yes. Yes. You know, because the, the like, here like the protest is here's a thing that bothers us, the protesters. Here's a thing that bothers us. The, the this specific thing Needs to stop. The reaction. Well, so you hate our veterans. The reaction is as broad as you hate America. So like that. Like that's so. That's such a mismatch that it speaks to. It speaks to people not wanting to pay attention to the message and just being a slave to the status quo. Yeah, is right. Is what right. it is. Right. Exactly. The um, status quo. Our thing. country is perfect like it is. And the, it's not. It's not. No <laughs> country it's is really perfect. not. <laughs> It reminds me, David Cross did a really good job of uh, of illuminating this uh, this sort of thing. Uh, I want to make sure I state it at least close. I'm going to paraphrase it, but it was something like, you know, like uh, like like this thing of like conservative outrage around. Well, it's 9/11, so let's just say you know early sure. 2000s, you know, and it's. It's, you know, this country's going to hell and no one's got any morals and we got the terrorists coming in and everything. And, and you the know, terrorists like are gay marrying each other. <laughs> right. Like all this stuff. Right. All the things that conservatives screamed about. Yeah. You know, and then the minute you go like, uh, well, you know, I guess it's probably, you know, true. We could probably do better about certain things. And they go, you hate America. You hate, you hate America. Like. It's so weird the the miss the 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 uh, hypocrisy yeah, yeah the hypocrisy frankly. and the yeah the lack of awareness like like of a personal awareness of that thing there there is uh, uh, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of the uh, the best way to to put this there's a a certain there's a certain disrespect I think involved in like. When 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 you see people protesting and you see people like you know risking jail time or or what have you, uh, for something that they believe in, you should maybe do them the respect of thinking. This is an intelligent and educated adult, and they probably have a good reason for holding this belief. I should explore this to understand it better. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, we're all, it doesn't matter what side you're on, we're all guilty of not doing that. You know all, what I mean? We all got that monkey brain. Sure. Right. Liber- we all have the monkey yeah. brain yeah. that just like goes like me and them. Right. That's it. Yeah. I, I would pose this to <laughs> this group. But after all, we're only ordinary men. <laughs> <laughs> you and me, baby. Boom, 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 we ain't nothing boom, but mammals. 
So let's burn the flag and fuck Colin Kaepernick. No. <laughs> like they no. do on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> no. So I would posit this to a group that I think is 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 mostly liberal sitting at this table. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm all for. Right. Exactly. That's me. I, yeah, I'm, eh. like, I'm like, I'm nothing. Anymore. Yeah. Right. Fuck I don't know everybody. what I am. Uh, but it's like, uh, OK, so uh, Nazis, I'm all for punching Nazis in the face. Uh-huh. But would anybody here care to learn why those people believe that? So the thing is, I'm increasingly not for punching Nazis in the face. Uh, disagree. No, here's the deal. It feels good. Yeah. But so do a lot of things. Sure. Like, I kind of don't think it's cool to punch people. Like, yeah, this is this is the insanity of 2018. Yeah, right. But I thought I would love the idea of punching Nazis in the face forever. But this is this is specifically the thing about Nazism, though, is that it advocates genocide. Right. And that is is inherently wrong. That is objectively wrong. I think once a a Nazi punches someone, then you punch the Nazi. That's my that's you know what I mean? That's kind of the deal. But but holding the ideology that genocide is okay is in itself wrong right. and worth punching Agreed, for. but think about this. Um, would you? Would it be one of those things where you would be able to have a rational conversation with one of those people? Because I couldn't. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't work. I but, would get very frustrated. But I've and, watched people do it. And people can do it, right. I've watched people, people do it. People can do it. It would probably take a wiser man than me. Exactly. But... Right. And that's the thing is we all we all have this the the meat box. We have this big this big meat box up here that just not not even 20 minutes ago. We were sitting here talking about eating the rich. Yeah, maybe maybe 40 (laughs) minutes ago. Sure. Uh, Somewhere in that range. Now, that's that is advocating for the killing and consumption of human (laughs) beings. And even though it was intended as a joke, it's still rhetoric. Sure. It's still like it's still words. Point. Point. So I I hate I you're, hate I hate 2018. I hate what it's made me become. But the thing is, right. I don't words think it, are words. I don't think it made you let's, become that. I think people are inherently always like that. Well, let's let's yeah. let me let me amend that then. Let me yeah. let me say that yes, you're you're correct. Memory and jokery, especially <laughs> especially in 2018, where where the alt right is so blended into internet culture yeah. and meme culture sure. that it becomes hard to tell the line. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. should hold myself accountable for memes and rhetoric and, and sure. jokes and what have you. Educate the rich. <laughs> Seriously, no, I'm still. Uh, no, the thing is, I'm still saying, "Fuck it, eat the rich." Because where I've <laughs> where I've arrived at is that words are words, For, and they're they can be good and bad, and they can be helpful and hurtful. Sure. but they're not the same as deeds, and we have to consider that. Sure, sure. It, and and but like it, that's my thing about Nazis. If you're if you're spouting an ideology who who has proven in the past. If you're spouting the words of, of of a group of people that believe in a thing yeah. that that group has in the past committed one of the largest genocides in human history, yeah. you're probably in the moral wrong. I agree. Uh, I, I'm agreed. There's <laughs> no no agree. dispute here that but, that's not wrong. Or but, I I think I, I think if you asked pretty much any average asshole walking the street, I don't think most people would disagree with that. Yeah. You know? I think I think also I think also though as far as the rich, you you hit on a very important thing in, in that. The rich don't know what we know, you know, the rich, the rich don't kind of, the rich kind of don't really know the struggles of like, no, 
no, you know, they don't. You know, middle middle class poverty. They don't know. know any more than I know what it's like to go out and dig a literal hole because at the bottom of it might be water. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, right. yeah, I have no fucking idea what that's like. We we have contact with individuals and with stories uh, uh, to where if we see, you know, a person begging for change on the street, we might assume that, you know, it's not entirely uh, his fault that he's in this place. Sure. Yeah. So many other circumstances could have happened to him. If you have spent your life growing up in the in the upper crust, based on the the information and the knowledge that you know, yeah. the world bubble that the worldview it, it's unfair to call it a bubble. The worldview that you have, uh, you'll you'll think this person is this way because drugs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which. You know, is not an unreasonable conclusion to draw no. necessarily. Uh, drugs are a common threat among among it's the one poor of many and probable one of many probable scenarios. Sure. Um, so so then you think, well, you know, you could have just said no. You know, right. pass yeah. them up. Thanks, Nancy. <laughs> that thing it's is such a dominant force in the way we relate to each other. Yeah. Is well, if it were me, I would have. Right. It's actually that might be the most bullshit. That might be the most right. bullshit thing it, it, right now that everyone is collectively doing the is the illusion well, of I empathy. Exactly. Yeah, the illusion of empathy and <laughs> the the uh, the inability to imagine a scenario in which you could fuck up, where you could fuck up. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. For sure. Like, why are we so bad at you know? And we all do it in different ways in different sure. places. Why are we all so bad at like conceiving of like? Like our ability to make the kind of mistakes that that uh, that change the course of your life. Well, because right? like, <laughs> well, because there's a limit to human empathy. We can't possibly imagine the stories of all seven billion people on the planet. Mm, you yeah. know, we've got the people close to us that we care about. We've got the people that they care about that that we kind of tangentially know the stories. And it's, and it's like you know, any friend of so and so's is a friend of mine. You know. We, there's a limit to the to the network that we can create of empathy. They call it the monkey sphere. <laughs> Cracked calls it the monkey sphere. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. I, I I think I that's think that's a great article. Was it there? Did they coin that? They might have. It, it it's it's from a study. It's from an anthropology study that found that the the maximum amount of like uh, chimp tribalism. Yeah the the maximum amount of relationships that our monkey brain can form is something like 150 distinct and unique relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Um something like that which is which is impressive. It's kind of a lot. Um I think I think mine's probably a bit lower. I'm I'm perfectly content to see you guys every Tuesday, Sunday right. and whatever yeah. other days we have off. Uh, and my girlfriend and occasionally my parents. Right. Yeah. Right. There's about 60 people <laughs> I actually care about. Yeah. yeah, I honestly if we're being real here. <laughs> yeah. like, um, like really think about it. Like how many people do you actually and we don't, you know, without naming any names, obviously, but like, really, are there any more than like 60 to 80 people that you care what happens? No. You no. would care if something bad happened. Sure. But you're not thinking about it now. If right. I, if I spend more, if I spend enough time thinking about what it would be like to be a starving African child with barely enough to eat, then I I would start to get into that headspace and would start to think like shit I should be making more charitable contributions. I'll wake up the next morning not thinking about that exactly, and yeah. instead thinking like I've got toast and apple jelly in the That's fridge. Right. I'm yeah. gonna make myself a bomb ass. But breakfast. guess what? Then you don't because you don't have bread. Not anymore. I don't. You. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why you? Why do you have to fucking? Oh man! <laughs> At least uh, I would if I had bread. <laughs> <laughs> and here's where I put my bread. If I had, had any. any. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Slam twenty twenty. You, you gotta pick up some bread. I'll pick up some bread. Uh, yeah. It's it's not huge. Though. Hey, we have um, a Schwabel's outlet store. Like where you can get. We do. Like, do. We do. <laughs> it sells Texas Pete. <laughs> Texas Pete. Texas Pete. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's good pal, Texas Pete. Laundry liquid. <laughs> um, the, um, no, like, okay, so like Aubrey doesn't eat bread. She's on, she's on a low carb diet. Okay. So so I'm the only one that needs oh, bread. You should if get it, pasta. If, if I need bread, I'll run over and I'll get. Um, yeah. Well, we we have had some pasta recently. Yeah, that's um, really low carb, so you'd be all right. Is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. All right, so it is if you say it is. <laughs> That's right. 2018. It is if you say it is. That's not yeah, bad. That, that yeah. is that is uh, the concept that Stephen Colbert coined as truthiness. Yeah, yeah that's right. right. Oh, I swear to God, man. <laughs> that's right. That was actually. I kind of think Stephen Colbert, in doing that, was committing like a radical act of like 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 uh, that. Reality itself is what you make it to be, and you are right if you really truly believe you're right. Yeah, like in making that joke, that was that was that was a uh, a, a radical idea yeah. to put forth in in the form of satire, where it's most digestible, you know, so that people yeah. can see the irony of such a stupid way to think. Yeah, yeah. The, the sad thing is, ultimately, we're still it didn't work. There. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and you and it, like, it, let me wake you guys up to this possibility that might never get fixed. No, there's it very, won't. There's a very strong possibility that it's not going to get fixed. No, it won't. No, the the reality of of farmer Clint in Nebraska, who has never met a black person in his life, is far different from the reality of of the three dudes in Youngstown, Ohio. Chris, what are you crunching under there? Stop crunching things. <laughs> Stop. Just drop. Put put it down. I did. Put it. I did. No, you didn't. No, I did. You're still holding it. No, I'm really not. You're. No, I'm serious. Let me I see did. your hands. Okay. All right. <laughs> so anyway, he's doing it. He's still he's crunching still it. it. It's on the floor. <laughs> Chris, you needed to kick sorry, that away sorry. right now. I did. I did. His toes, they are a tapping. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, okay, so <laughs> bullshit. Anything about bullshit? Yeah, yeah. bullshit. So let's As, uh, let's let's go. Let's get let's get into the more mundane white bullshit here. Um, <laughs> Dave, do you have any like direct examples of bullshit? Uh, I'm, well, I'm struggling with this. Yeah. I mean, like, well, like that's that's the more serious bullshit. That's like the you know like okay. untrue well, bullshit. Let's, let's, yeah, mundane bullshit. You know, but uh, as regards mundane bullshit, you know, it's hard because like I, you know, we you experience it all the time, and you do your best to just like you know brush it off, and like because sure. you know if you're if you're obsessed with the the bullshittery of the world around you, then you're never happy right. because that yeah. bullshit is around you all the time because. We live in the real world, not the ideal world, and so like things are constantly not as good as they should. We be. learn to deal. Yeah, we learn to deal. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I mean, it's it's not it's not that I, it's not that it doesn't happen to me, but I, I I I just I'm not immediately recalling it because I always want to kick it out of my head the minute it's there. Yeah, right. You know, for sure. Yeah, when you when you start to question uh, how mundane your reality is, you start to realize how much of everything is bullshit. Right. And if you, and if you can't build the filter to ignore that, then you'll go insane. Yeah. Right. Like if I'm still remembering something like this a couple days later, it has to be especially egregious. 
Because I really, sure. you know, I try pretty hard to be like an easy, an easy guy in the world. Like, you know, sure. but, but yeah. But there's know, a time when it like, I hit that point where it's <laughs> just, I'm turning into that, which I hate. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one that drives me fucking nuts if I'm honest. You guys remember months ago that uh, the people I was working for, the interstitial arts people who, that, yeah. you know, I do their website for them. Yeah. And they had their domain <clears throat> snaked away <laughs> uh, by one of these internet scammer type people. Yeah. You know, where like, you know, the the don the domain lapses so someone buys it up and then they fill it with spam. It's a lease, essentially. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh the goal is to, you know, essentially embarrass you into, okay, well, I can't have that sitting at my former domain and I gotta buy it back, and then you buy it for an you know an egregious amount of money. Um right. so I emailed, I don't know if I told you guys this part, I emailed the customer service team. At the the domain registrar, the people that are like currently hosting the website, sure. Uh, and I said, okay, uh, they're using our logo, they're using our colors, they're using our branding. And is there anything we can do about this? Because essentially, it's like you know, this is our intellectual property. Right, we, we own it. <laughs> they're using it. Yeah. And I didn't get a response, but what I did get a couple of <laughs> weeks later was. I'm on I'm on their mailing list now. Oh so, my god. So, Christ. So I'm getting marketing emails from this no. the registrar like save today on a 30% off of the hosting blah, 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 blah. and I'm like you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. So I email them again to say okay, I already emailed you about this. I haven't heard from you and now I'm getting marketing emails from you which is really irritating. Yeah. Because this is, I'm already not happy with you. Could you kindly knock it the fuck off? <laughs> and I said something to that effect, essentially, yeah. like, stop sending me stuff. Please let me know what we can do about this. Nothing. Nope. Yeah. Still getting every couple oh, of weeks. Every couple of weeks. That's some real horse shit. Yeah. I, I've got one uh, that I just remembered. Um, when, when Aubrey and I were trying to move into a place of our own, uh, one of the places we were considering was a, a, a place in Girard, which was... Um, I can't remember if it if it was like government funded or it, it was Such like it was, yeah it was like a housing authority type oh, thing right 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 I um, remember this uh, this was before I I ended up getting a significant donation uh, for my job and and uh, was able to pay a security deposit for you know a, a proper privately owned apartment yeah and um, one of the one of the stipulations that this place this housing authority place uh, had was. Uh, if you have any cats, they have to be declawed. Now, if you don't know, um, my my understanding of the anatomy is is a bit fuzzy. But if you if you look this up, you'll you'll see this is actually like like pretty tantamount to animal cruelty. Yeah, they literally dig the claws out of these things, which requires breaking a few knuckles. Yeah, Jesus Christ! This like the the roots of these claws are are embedded deep in the skeletal system of of these cats, which is you know back back to a knuckle or two. If you if you ever take a cat and you like press on its beans. Uh, you can kind of feel how those toes bend, and, yeah. and as you as you press and 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 you bend, the claw will extend out. Yeah, it's it's you can kind of try and emulate it yourself with your fingers, um, but essentially, yeah, the the retractable claws are tied into right 
It would be uh, like saying you can't move in here unless we bamboo shoot your fingernails and rip them out. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. What's well, like, yeah, it'd be like removing your uppermost knuckle. Right. So, yeah. so what Aubrey did in response was to send a letter to the authority and, and say, these are basically say these are support animals. Here's a letter from my doctor saying so. These, these, the well being of these cats are integral to my well-being, which is true. Mm. Um, She and I both love these cats to death, Luke and Leia. And uh, the housing authority basically came back with tough shit. Yeah. So, so we, we see ya. Yeah. yeah, We, we put that to the curb. Um, But the fact that uh, uh, they require, they require, require declawing, is inhumane and is bullshit. Yeah. Well, the fact that that's even a thing that you can do, like, well, I, see, it was it wasn't always well known what the exact procedure was. Yeah. Um. People just assumed it was like, oh, well, you know, you take out the root. It's just like a simple surgery. It can cause some lifelong pain. Yeah. Um. It's it's, you know, those those things are tied very integrally to to like ligaments and tendons. And it's it's not a pleasant thing for the cats to go through. No, I wouldn't imagine. Um, declawing declawing is inhumane. Yeah, you, you right. Can, you can look it up yourselves. Um, uh, getting in the vein of uh, you were talking about um, re- getting put on a marketing list. Uh, I donated to the American Red Cross one oh, time. Boy, yeah, <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> Me and then too. for years, me still, too, man. For <laughs> years, still, I got calls, and the the the, the fucking bitch of it is, <laughs> they don't just, they don't call you with a human being, Morty, Morty anymore. Because because well, I, I know they what they used to do was was employ people with special needs to make those calls. Seriously, yeah, wow. And they don't anymore. No, well the thing That's was bullshit. Well they they called. Oh. I used to get I, I I used to get calls that were from they were they were nobody. It was an automatic message like hey just reminding you to come donate blood and and all I wanted was to talk to a human being so I could be like please stop. <laughs> and the only times that they ever called. Uh, with a human being was when there was a specific blood drive in the area. And of course, after a while, I stopped picking up the fucking phone because it was just an automated message. Yeah. So I would get those messages on my voicemail like, hey, this is your blood. Yeah, this is Karen from (laughs) such and such. Hey, this is Vlad. (laughs) (laughs) Wondering what you're doing this Saturday. (laughs) We're having a get together for giving blood. Come to this elementary school parking lot, (laughs) preferably in the middle of the night. (laughs) We're hoping it will be a positive experience. (laughs) 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 That's good. That's really good. Juice and cookies will be provided. <laughs> Assuming, of course, you make it through the donation process. <laughs> Organ music intensifies. <laughs> do do as many other Americans have done and step up to bat. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> step up to bat. <laughs> ah. 
We have had 1,043,962. dollars. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> you get there and it's actually just some Russian guy with a blood truck and he's like, all right, here we go. And he just drinks your blood normally. Yeah, right. Would you like some cookies? He's got like a wheelbarrow <laughs> full of blood and he just gives you a good poke and it just leaks into yeah. the wheelbarrow. Maybe some Baltic here to replenish your protein. <laughs> My friend Bill made a Cobb salad. <laughs> he's just he's just over there squatting in the corner smoking a cigarette. I do it. Dobra pajalat. What the fuck's up? Uh, no, but I, I it was one of those things where it's like I never I like I would get these calls and most of them were automated. And then I, I would get that call from somebody who was doing a specific drive and I'd go, fuck. And then I'd start listening to the calls again. Yeah. And it would be automated, automated. I'd get like months of that. And I happened to fucking, I was like leaving work one day and I happened <laughs> to catch a call and it was a human being. And I was like, thank God. And instead of just being like rationally like, hey, can you please take me off your list? I just fucking was like. Can you stop calling me, please? <laughs> yeah. And the guy was like, whoa, man, all right. <laughs> like, you know, so I, like, I was like, ah, like, and then I got to fucking say I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like this dude, it's not this dude's fault. Well, but, see, but you didn't cuss at him. That's, I did that's, not. That's the thing. No. I'll tell you one thing. I tried to donate to the Red Cross, right? Uh -huh. And uh, they measured my blood pressure <laughs> and it was pretty high. And I and it's, I know I was freaking out. I was really sure. nervous. So they said, okay, well, some people have that whole white coat thing where mm -hmm. the minute they, they go, you know, when you go to the doctor, you get nervous. So your blood pressure goes up or whatever. Yeah, but, but it, it blood pressure is also naturally high for people who drink regularly. Like right, us. Right, so, right. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> but either way, basically, they wouldn't take my blood. They said, okay, well, we you know, it's too high. We can't take it. So I didn't even donate blood. And I still am getting calls oh, and emails. God. They didn't even get my blood once. And they're on my ass. <laughs> For your blood. For my right. blood. Which you can't donate. <laughs> right. Which I can't <laughs> give to them. Here's the, here's the thing. And, like, and a lot of people don't know this, but the American Red Cross sells their blood. So when you donate to the Red Cross... They take it to hospitals, clinics, vampires, vampires, you know, <laughs> just thirsty dudes right. around the nation. Yeah. You know, people, people in Transylvania and yeah. meals on wheels, fetishists, you know, the regular modern artists, <laughs> Elon Musk <laughs> and Richard Branson and Richard Branson. <laughs> Richard Branson. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, they sell their blood so you can just skip the middleman. And if you want to be really nice, you can just go to your local hospital and donate blood. They will take your blood and it doesn't cost them anything because they don't have to pay it from these fucking blood peddlers. Is this for real? This is for real. Yeah. The American Red Cross sells their blood. Go to go to your hospital and donate. You blood. can go to your hospital and donate straight. You, you fucking kidding me? I'm right not now? fucking kidding you right but now. But can I get blood? <laughs> yes. What is the ask. procedure to do? I need to explain why <laughs> must, well, <laughs> must I must I have a reason for acquiring you, blood? I, I'm making blood pie. <laughs> Making blood pudding. I'm, I'm making a kishka. Speaking, speaking of, um, it's round. It's firm. It's totally packed. And it was hanging on this it was rack. On a rack. <laughs> speaking of bullshit, um, I I can't remember the exact numbers, but printer toner is orders of magnitude more expensive than human blood. I believe really, that. really. I believe wow. That. Uh, there there are a couple of reasons for that. For one thing, manufacturers. Uh, 
manufacturer toner cartridges in their own proprietary formats, you can't put a compact uh, toner cartridge into an HP printer, for instance. Right. You got to buy their own proprietary format so they can charge however the fuck much they want for wow. it. Yeah, right. Uh, Price to demand. Right, price to demand and slim competition. Very slim competition. Yeah. Um, the price of human blood ends up being much lower than that. I My estimate is that printer toner is about five times more expensive than human blood. Wow. I would have to I would have to look that up. It might be more, it might be less. Yeah. Um, but but that's a true fact. Toner is more expensive than blood. Yeah. So how much would it cost, say, to fill a bathtub of human blood and lay down in it? Uh, that's a good question. I, I'm not, I'm asking for a friend. (laughs) (laughs) How much would it cost to say, dig a hole 200 feet into the earth and then fill it with human blood? You know, and then just kind of like get dropped in it head first. Right. And And then then someone drops a rocket behind me and it just presses me down into the bottom of the 200 foot hole. Right. (laughs) You know, surrounded by the blood. Just a hypothetical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just, you know, I just. I'm I'm making a pudding. (laughs) Okay, so I, I I went and looked this up. Um, I call it blood tank, by the way. <laughs> I went and looked you this up. You might be onto something there. <laughs> Listen, blood tank. Could you put a blood tank blood into the nightmare tank. tube? You you you, well, you wouldn't want to do that. No. Looks like a crazy. Two I have a lot of money, though. Money, well, money, you say? I mean, yeah. if you really want to, you could take the nightmare tube down to the blood tank level. Like waist deep in blood. The okay. blood tank level. Yeah. There's a level specifically for the blood tank. <laughs> yeah. It's like R- a, it's right like, next to the Kamorama. <laughs> it's like a water table, but for blood. And so when you go down deep enough in the nightmare tube, blood starts seeping in <laughs> yeah, to right. the nightmare tube. And it just, you, you said it gets like waist deep or whatever? Yeah, like waist deep. Yeah, okay. I'd, I'd like my dick coated in blood. And don't, so, so, don't even get me started on the piss funnel. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that that's that's well, that's a cheap add-on, I think, yeah, compared, right, to, yeah. compared to blood. Okay, so um, <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, internetinc.com, uh, in in an article from 2014, says uh, the most expensive liquid used to be high-end perfumes such as Chanel Number no. Five, but now it's something a bit different: printer ink. Incidentally, Coco Chanel was was also a Nazi. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually true. Yeah. yeah. Um, currently, printer ink costs approximately 42 pence per milliliter. That may not sound like much, but if you consider... It's ex- quite a bit. But if you yeah. consider... It's a lot of gay passion. So... <laughs> 42 pence. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That took too long. Oh, so, that took too long. So 42 pence per milliliter. That may not sound like much, but if you consider expensive champagne Dom Perignon costs... Four pence per milliliter, wow. and human blood in hospitals costs twenty-four pence per milliliter. Twenty-four. So, so it's uh, it's just about just shy of twice, twice as expensive as human blood. Wow. Um, according to this article from twenty fourteen. Well, that's yeah. great news because I bought printer ink before, so I could probably afford some blood. You'd probably afford some right. blood. Yeah, yeah. you probably afford a lot of. Blood. No, no, you must donate the blood. <laughs> No, come back. Bill, what's, Bill, chase him down. What's up, what's Bill? What's surprising to me is that Dom Perignon is, is uh, what, like like an eighth as expensive. Yeah. Wow. As, yeah. As, uh, as, hu- as the same amount of human mm-hmm. blood. 
So just considering to show we, you. we make blood ourselves, right. if, you, if you want if you want a nice beverage, <clears throat> but you can't afford Don Perignon, right? Bag of no, blood. No, no. If you can't afford blood, oh, right. get Don Perignon, yeah, right? right. right. <laughs> Incidentally, and I don't understand this. Like whenever I go to donate blood or I have to give blood to the doctor's office, they always stick the needle in my arm when I could just piss it out for them. <laughs> I mean, I've been. <laughs> oh my I've been, god! It's probably been a good four years yeah, since yeah. I pissed, and there wasn't blood All in right. it. I've been so. I've been pissing blood since I can remember. The Al Capone story. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, just pissing it, you know, just. You know, all over, and it, yeah. it's getting worse. Honestly, even when I'm not peeing, there's just like a solid drip of blood just coming out the tip of my penis. Right? So, yeah, I mean, constantly, like a sieve. You start to harvest that, like a bloody sieve. Just do something with it. Yeah. Don't just throw it away. No, right? You no, know? you know, I mean, like, but they're pricking my arm, and I'm like, guys, guys, just, just give me Gatorade. I got, I got the mother load right, <laughs> right here. Right. Yeah, I don't even remember when it started. <laughs> It just, you know, it just did. I came home one night, I think, drinking her maybe, but it just happened, you know? I just remember I hit my head, I woke up, and I was peeing blood everywhere. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know. Normal normal stuff. Normal. Just totally normal. You guys know what we're talking about. Just normal from Garfield. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? I don't don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, You got any other uh, bullshit? I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't know. Wow. But, like, I'm a, I'm a moderately contented dude. There's not a whole lot that, that, that happens to me that I'm, that I'm, you know. Here's something that that's I bullshit. say this is bullshit. Here's something. Why the fuck is it? It used to be that whenever you would Google image search something, the most bullshit thing would be going to a link that leads to Pinterest and it asks you to sign up oh, before you can even that. look at the fucking image. I but now, that. now, if you Google image search on mobile, it it won't even let you download the fucking image right from the search. Yeah, you, have to go to the, you have to go to the site and hope to God it doesn't have some kind of fucking protection like, uh, <laughs> to see this meme on funnyjunk.com, you got to sign up, uh, sign in with Facebook. Yeah. Eat me. I just want the image I can see clearly on my fucking Google image search. I just want the dank memes. <laughs> I just want this gif. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got rid of it. They got rid of it because people were, it was, I think it was in particular Getty Images was, yeah. was frustrated with people easily grabbing and using photos from Google image searches that belonged to Getty Images. Getty Images can lick the rim of my yeah, foreskin. They absolutely <laughs> can. They are the worst. Uh, we got hit at work with a uh, someone, someone grabbed a Google image essentially oh, and, put, and put it up on our blog. They, <sighs> they weren't paying attention. That was that person's mistake. We mm. got hit for about a thousand bucks. Jesus Christ! That we owed to Getty Images. A thousand bucks. Yeah, right. And it's like fucking it's, eat me. And it's like no picture of a cowboy riding a horse is worth a thousand dollars. Not even if it was a painting of that cowboy on that horse would I feel comfortable. Paying a thousand dollars, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. That's uh, that makes me so mad. So that's why that went away. <laughs> Getty images got their way, you know. Oh, uh, fucking money itself is bullshit. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Was I? Were we talking on mic or off mic about the fact that that uh, Star Trek doesn't have money in the future? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, yeah, <laughs> can't remember. The, yeah. I, I think it was off mic. The 
in in the future that is Star Trek, there's no more money on Earth. Yeah, right. There, there's no such thing as poverty. There's no such thing as copyrights. You know, I feel like we must have been doing this on mic because we were talking about the salad. No, that wasn't a replicator thing, was it? The Baconator was. The Baconator, Baconator was. Yeah. <laughs> and then we started right. talking about how it's not, never going to be the same twice. This is ridiculous. The fact is money is <laughs> is bullshit. Money itself is bullshit. Yeah, it is. Money is bullshit. The, the fact that there's a such concept as global debt. Yeah. The, the fact that like planet Earth is in debt to itself for, yeah. for however much money because everyone owes everyone. It's stupid. It is stupid. It's a stupid, stupid thing. <laughs> when we get past money... We will grow as a species. The stupidest thing to me. Also, when our when our brains are located in the centers of our bodies, then we'll grow biologically as a species because that is the most efficient. Also, <laughs> wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> the fact that our brain, the center of our nervous system, is located at the top of our body is inefficient. It should be located right in the middle <laughs> and, uh, for efficient communication. Meatbox in the middle. And I want to make sure I'm understanding you here. You want a weird brain belly? We, we no, should, brain sternum, you idiot. We'll be... <laughs> the sooner we all evolve into Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the better off our bodies will be. It right. makes... It it makes logistical sense. I mean, is it because you got to get blood up to the head or... No, it's because it's because like if if that the, doesn't take me if, long. If the brain is equidistant from all parts of the body, yeah. then the nervous system is performing at its optimal capacity, right? Yeah, but you don't have to put your Wi-Fi router in the middle of your living room. It can handle it from the outside. But you should. But it would be more efficient <laughs> if it was in the middle. Yeah, and I was going to say, but but you should. Yeah, but wait, not in like the literal middle of your living room. No, well, no, well, you like on the, the middle of the so home. It's, you could, so it's but you don't have way. to. You don't have to though. <laughs> you, you do. If you I want reject the best coverage. this brain middle. I reject <laughs> the entire thing. Wait, no, no, hold it on. Does, here. It doesn't matter. Give it, give it ten thousand years, and we'll be walking around with our heads <laughs> in our middle and our arms <laughs> all out like this. Uh, like, are you? Do you I was telling me I'm gonna look like the hamburger helper. I was. I was. Because I don't, I don't buy this for a Listen, second. Listen, I was indifferent here until you said some bullshit like you shouldn't centralize your router. What do you? <laughs> no, I didn't say you shouldn't. I said it's not going to kill you to put it against I mean, the wall. Well, it will if you have a large square footage house. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it, yeah. W- it would. But here's the thing. Your brain isn't 80 kilometers long and no. where the brain is doesn't matter that much. No, I'm taking this. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going for neutral here. I'm are, migrating. Are, are you saying that that there's there's not an additional layer? Latency uh, when it comes to your brain communicating with your lungs to your brain communicating with your feet. I'm saying it's an insignificant latency, and god damn you. How, da- how dare you insult my feet in such a manner? <laughs> I have the smartest feet. I have the best, the greatest listen, feet. Uh, the greatest feet. Dave, listen, you're telling me you spend $200 on a good piece of equipment and you're not going to fucking centralize it? No, yeah, well, I'm just saying, I'm just. What, you're like one. Of, you're like one of those people who puts their modem in their basement. Why would you do <laughs> okay. that? Okay. First of all, yes. 
that's a pretty detestable thing. Yeah, to do. exactly. It's horrible. But second of all, I'm just saying <laughs> it's not like we're talking miles here. The brain and the feet, they're close enough. It's fine. It's totally fine. A $200 router. You can't <laughs> now, even be bothered. Now, look, hey, this brain is not a $200. Now, router. now look, no. now, look, I, I, I won't argue against the the assessment of fine. I'm just saying evolution trends in a direction that makes things more efficient. So I'm saying in 10,000 years, our heads are going to be at our torso. I'm saying it doesn't. I'm saying evolution trends in, to- in the direction of the most fuckable and good luck getting anyone to fuck your weird brain belly. Listen, that's not, not going to happen. All right. Well, let me take the flip side here, because why are you being so racist <laughs> against 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 Craig? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I get Krang. Yeah. Yes. Did you say Krang? Oh, I said Krang. No, you said Craig. I said Krang. My my, my I, I'm all stuffy. Don't whatever. Look, leave Craig out of us. Craig, right? Craig is the Craig's ideal. He's a dude. nice guy. He's got. And his, he's not here to defend himself. He's got his brain in his belly. It's not his fault. He's an incel. It's just because of the way he looks. Okay. It's not because he's a super villain. It's not because of his shitty personality. <laughs> Uh, incidentally, it's because of his cancel tilt. Okay, it, <laughs> you're assuming human beings are going to be around ten thousand years from now. So we uh, may, we may not be. Yeah, we we may very well not be. Probably won't. But if we, if we were, I would like to think that they're all centralizing their router. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you even doing, man? In, in 10,000 years, we will be routers. Band yeah. steering means human, nothing. Human you, beings will have Wi-Fi integrated into our anatomy. Right. Sure. And, and in their brain, which is in the center of their chest. <laughs> no, for real, though. Evolution trends towards the thing that reproduces the best. Right. right? And yeah, you what? mean to tell me that people are smushing their bodies together and their brains are getting squished? In the middle of their why did, sternums by the by the the weird no because they're the, smashing their brains no, together the skull would still be there <laughs> wait you're gonna remove the head I'm not gonna remove the head the head's gonna migrate down into the torso <laughs> hold just hold on a minute we're gonna I lose to, the neck. I literally have to draw this <laughs> do you mean to tell me wait we're gonna lose the neck okay so then here's just this creepy. Okay, so there's arms, Man, and then there's where the head used to be. This is now empty. That's the hot. nipples are up above your ears. <laughs> you have a nose where your fucking belly button is. Well, what? no, the nipples no. would have to move down too. No, 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 no. Nipples are nipples are going to be phased out because the Christian right is forbidding anyone from breastfeeding. <laughs> Just look at this illustration and tell me that is going to get laid. Well, you didn't know ever. You didn't didn't, draw the pussy. You didn't didn't draw that person with a face. That's just a skull with arms coming out of it. That's just a skull with shoulders on it. Where's the pussy? There. We got to It's just a floating. Come on. No way. No way. Draw the rest of the butt. You can imagine the rest. That's a that's a very tall person. (laughs) No, that's hold, a, hold, that's a, that's hold on, hold on. <laughs> what's what's where the neck was? Is it just a stump or is it smooth? Where's the router? There is at? no neck. There is no neck. Look, <laughs> hold on. Oh god, that's <laughs> even worse. <laughs> Necks are no, but this is something that can reproduce. Is my <laughs> can is different than will. This picture. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> this is something. <laughs> This is this is beautiful. This is nature. <laughs> oh look my at God. the look at your future. That is 
It looks like hands down. It looks like the Maggie. most upsetting image I have looked at in months. <laughs> it has a dick and balls coming out of the bottom of its chin and it's smiling about it. There is no. For people who don't know, Google a picture of the Pokemon primate and then just put a dick underneath it. <laughs> and then give him Bruce Campbell's face. <laughs> And you've got a, what I've drawn. I, uh, I just, I cannot envision that ever working out for humanity. This is your future, David. You know, this topic was about bullshit. It's your, that's well, bullshit. No, uh, that's bullshit. It's evolution. Mm. I mean, does it get good Wi Fi coverage? Though? Are you, are you saying evolution is bullshit? Are you, do you believe in the young earth theory? <laughs> Come on, I'm Ken s- Ham. I'm saying not only do I already think God is dead, but that proves it. <laughs> that abomination, a uh, fucking nightmare of a creature. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get you. He's, he's in mating mode, obviously. Was, it was intended to communicate the idea that he could reproduce that, and wants to reproduce. That's just right under his chin. That is the down in- to fuck. That is the intelligent design of of John of of of, uh, of John uh, fuck John Carpenter. That is the <laughs> that is if John John Carpenter was an evil malevolent god. John Carpenter is an evil malevolent god. That's <sighs> what the Earth would be crawling with. That's a thing monster. I hate, I hate it. <laughs> I think maybe we should take our break here. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's right. I think it's maybe time to yeah. Let's do that. Oh man. I'm hungry. You guys hungry? Yeah, I'm always hungry. Not not particularly, but if you guys are hungry, I'm by hungry. all means, I'm yeah, I'm always indulge. Hungry. Can we get uh, uh, put that uh, into your uh, into your torso stomach <laughs> that will soon be occupied by your face. Incidentally, because this thing is just a, a head with arms and legs coming out of it and a penis, um, organs have to be compacted. So, like, as you eat, you digest and shit in like. Like yeah, we, in, we in have instant. no idea where that thing's asshole is. It's well, on the back of the head. It's on the back of it, obviously. Okay, but like, where well, its lungs? Uh, they're very compact. They're in there. Uh, they're they're like where the salivary glands are now. They'll just expand out under the jaw every okay. time you breathe. Um, no, but because the digestive system has to be so compact, it digests in like a matter of seconds. So you just you take a bite, you shit, just kind of wherever. So you acid go. reflux is terrible for this creature. <laughs> As, acid reflux is a fatal illness for yeah. this creature. It, it just no doesn't make pizza. sense. You have to eat with the mouth. Then it funnels yeah. the food oh up to the stomach. Then it drops it back off out the asshole. Well, yeah, the but stomach. It's, but it's it has right. to fight gravity to get digested and then come back down to be shit out. Yeah, but, you, but your you, colon muscles, though, that just fly. You, 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 10,000 years from now, your colon is going to be buff as fuck. <laughs> so what? what <laughs> So what the thing's digestive tract is like a giraffe's like like blood vessels where it just pumps it yes. up somehow. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's called peristalsis. We do this already. Or like uh, Lexington steals what penis, just pulsing. <laughs> I hate the future. Can we, I, I right, no let's me too. <laughs> let's take it. Let's take a break here. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Yep, with uh, recommendations and what we learned. Smoking and drinking. My, re- my recommendation <laughs> is to put your head in the center of your torso. <laughs> All right, see you in a minute.
Oh, what's up, motherfuckers? How you fucking chodes doing? Listen up. We're about to fucking... Cash rules everything around us. Creow. <laughs> Yo, you want to lay down a freestyle? You seem like you're ready to do it. I used to be obsessed with electronics, but now it's the chronic big trees and gin and tonic. I used to... <laughs> wow, that's pretty... That was a good start. Wait, was that you? Yeah, that was a pretty... That's pretty. Right, goddamn Dave, you good. That's pretty goddamn good. <laughs> no, I got nothing. Yeah, come I re- literally refused. Well, my name is David, and I'm here to say it's fun to rap in a rhyming way. Everyone hanging out and some beers. Check out that thing. What's that? That was the that was, if at all possible, the whitest thing that I've ever heard. Give me a beat. Yeah, come on. Give me a beat. When beetles fight these battles in a bottle with their paddles and the bottles on a poodle and a poodle's eating noodles, we call this a beetle bottle, beetle boodle, noodle, beetle bottle battle, motherfucker! I could give it up. That's my, that's my favorite no, Chris, Chris, we, book. Chris, we got to get one from you, obviously. Oh, God. I That's... All right, all right, keep going. <laughs> no, you gotta yeah. do it. I, I, you gotta I, do I, it. All right, let, let me let, let me. Uh, <laughs> oh, hickory dickory dock. The mouse went up my cock and it licked that motherfucker till it went <laughs> <laughs> That mouse went up my cock and he what licked it? Licked that dry. motherfucker. So that I, I didn't have anything to rhyme okay. with cock. Because I could not stop for death, he kindly stopped for me. <laughs> the carriage held by just ourselves. An immortality! <laughs> An immortality! <laughs> this, is, this, this is bad, right? This yeah, is this is horrible. Bad. This is horrible. Uh, this is bad. Anyone <laughs> want to try another one? Ben, I feel like you have the best chance of making it. Like multiple verses, you know that was that was uh, that was a rhyme I wrote a long time ago that didn't go anywhere. It was um, uh, <laughs> oh Chris, would you give him a beat, please? I can't remember all that. When I was young at this, I spoke in ebonics, obsessed with electronics and the chronic. Now I smoke weed and gin and tonics. No, that's fucking cool. That's actually pretty sweet. It's not a freestyle though. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not freestyle, it's pre-written But it is pretty um, fucking good actually <laughs> Eeny, meeny, miny, moe <laughs> If you respect me, let me smack that hoe The politics of that line are very blurry and murky <laughs> And put it on a beat that's full on the flow Yeah uh, like all Check the out other, that thing. Like all, the other, <laughs> like all the other rappers that came before. Um, well, all right. <laughs> We're all never right. going to do that again. Yeah, that was horrible. 
not too bad, though. I feel like we should probably try that more often. All right. We should probably try to freestyle more often. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Free, I, 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 freestyle. No, really. Come least, on. I kind of think it's a thing you can get better at. It, it certainly is a skill that it, the more you practice it, the yeah. more you can. Um, what it is, it's about like using your brain. Jokes to think, and jokes you know, and like, jokes and jokes and all. Oh. Well, it's like you're 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 letting your mouth do the automated thing, and you're thinking out. Like it's it's like sure. separating separating what your body is doing from what your mind is doing. Spaghetti, 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 spaghetti. <laughs> Eight mile. <laughs> Eight mile. Eight mile. <laughs> Yo, freestyling is freestyling is hard. I can't do it. Yep, uh, it's pretty hard to do. Um, hey, Chris, you're the host. What are we doing? Hey, um, <laughs> uh, do you guys have any recommendations this week? I don't fucking care who goes first. Yeah, yeah, fucking, we might. You got a wreck there, uh, Dave? Ben, what's your recommendation this week? <laughs> well, I will tell you what my recommendation is this week. It's yeah. a it's a great one. Um, okay, uh, some years ago, I wish I had an exact year for you. It was sometime in the seventies. A man okay. named Bobby Caldwell came out with the most soulful Bird. album. <laughs> With the most soulful album a white man could ever possibly hope to produce, Bobby Caldwell put out the album What You Won't Do For Love. <laughs> and if you are into some real fucking funky rhythms, some soulful blues singing and lyrics... If you were into some sexy ass music, <laughs> I'm, I'm you sorry. should check out "What You Won't Do for Love" by Bobby Caldwell, okay. and then uh, again after you've listened to it, be blown away by the fact that this is a white dude hmm. with with just an immeasurable amount of soul in his soul. The things you won't do for love. Uh, what you won't do for love okay. is the album. Um, the any any tracks I would recognize from this? Um, the title track, "What You Won't Do for Love," uh, was was a smash hit in the late seventies. Okay, um, features a a stunning brass section, the immortal vocals of our artist Bobby Caldwell. Um, my personal favorite cut of the album is the final one, uh, which is called "Down for the Third Time." Uh, That's a great blues song name. Yeah, it's mm. it, it's uh, uh, addressed to a woman who is far past her prime and can't get that past back. Um, and it is uh, it's it's got a bit of a. I think um, uh, some time ago when I recommended Asia by Steely Dan, uh, I, I I mentioned the kind of the sarcasm and the and the uh, the uh, the cynicism behind that album. Yeah. Um, and down for the third time is it feels a lot like that. Um, uh, it's a it's a fantastic album. I'll I'll play it some of it for you upstairs. But but again, like if you look at the music video for uh, what you won't do for love, it's just like he's silhouetted and then he comes out and he's he looks like any 
uh, musically inclined white guy you'd see in downtown Youngstown, except he's, you know, it's, it's, uh, this, this album was recorded, uh, I'm going to have to look this up, uh, the late seventies. This is when this came out, and this was a this was a big hit. It is um, kind of a little bit unfair that we kind of just assume white people can't have no soul. A bit, but like he sounds black. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, you can. I mean, you can say that. That's that's a thing. No, it's like yeah. someone can sound black. You know, that's a weird thing, isn't it? It's like uh, I guess like, yeah. it's it's just weird that, I, like, that, to think that we. I mean, 19, sometimes we nineteen seventy eight. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. This. This is something that that like actual genuine shock has been expressed by by black and white listeners who have who have heard this man's voice and and have been genuinely shocked to find out that this dude is white. Much like Donkey. Yeah. Donkey. Much like Donkey. Much like I, Internet's Donkey. I have never thought that Donkey was black. I, I thought Donkey was. I, black. I did. I, I thought I Donkey was an actual donkey. <laughs> That's what his picture is. Why would yeah. he lie about Why that? Why would he mislead us about being a donkey? <laughs> video game. Video game. <laughs> donkey. donkey. Yeah. Video Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, guys. Video bastard here. <laughs> video bastard. <laughs> More bunklin. Um, More dunder. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's, it's a super cool, sexy album with a, with a fantastic brass section. Great vocal work from Caldwell himself. Uh, uh, some real great funk guitar from uh, Caldwell himself as well. Just a really cool album to, to dig and listen to. Again, in the same sort of uh, uh, ever so slightly cynical vein that that Steely Dan lies in. Yeah, um, yeah. But but maybe with a, maybe a little more uh, uh, maybe a little more genuine, a, a little more heartfelt. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean? Steely Dan little, was always really sarcastic. Yeah, you know little, I mean? little, really snarky. Little less of that. A little less of that. I I think that that the intentions of of the songs on this album uh, come through really clear. Um, and and ultimately, there there's some really good funk pop songs about about love and and making it. Nice. How you manufacture love? Yeah. <laughs> no. How does I know, one? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> P in V. <laughs> that straight up penis in right. foreskin love. Chin vagina it? into what's, what's, wait, chin chin dick into chin <laughs> vagina. What's that line for the Rick and Morty? It's the that's that uh, that docking kind of love. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just penis in the foreskin kind of love. <laughs> oh my god, have you ever been peed on? Oh my god, yum. <laughs> Everybody, fuck off! I need Morty. <laughs> it's, it's the best part. He just drags him away. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Bobby Caldwell, What You Won't Do for Love. I super, will definitely check that super out. Super funky, super cool. I'm going to play you guys the music video when we go upstairs because it's it's super cool. Nice. It's, one of, the, it's one of the coolest things you'll nice. see all month. Uh, I have two follow-up recommend or uh, like uh, follow-ups here to uh, go through. Uh, the first one is, uh, this is one you made a long time ago. I started watching the uh, Ken Burns documentary on Vietnam. Did Ooh. you? Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Um, it's it's. Uh, I gotta watch it. Man. You do. It's, it's on it, Netflix right now. It is. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I've been watching Ooh, yeah. it. Uh, it's it's watch an it. excellent 
breakdown of everything that led up to it. It's also bone chilling oh, in, yeah. in certain points. Um, As it damn well ought to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you've ever heard of the, the phrase, the thousand yard stare, you will mm, see it. Yeah. In this documentary. I've, I've, I've seen it. I've, I've seen it in my, in my college studies of psychology. It's not something I really would care to see again. Yeah. It's yeah. terrifying. It, it really is. It is, it is, it's like watching a human suddenly become an object. Right. Right. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's a good description. It's really of it. unsettling. Yeah, and it, 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 this documentary is full of that. There's a there's a story in the second episode. The second episode, incidentally, they bounce at the intros. They'll tell stories from the peak of the war mm-hmm. as they're introducing how everything built up. Uh, and there's a story that's told at the beginning uh, of the second episode about a guy who's at this one outpost where it's just two Marines and a radio, and they're just keeping watch over this this spot. And he said, it's pitch black. You can't see anything. And he said there'd be times when the radio would be in your ear and you can't respond to them because somebody's standing right next to you. Yeah. And then they're like, like, uh, uh, so-and-so, please, please respond. Uh, give me two clicks if you, you know what I mean? Or respond if, if you're, if your situation's okay and then you can't say anything and they would call back and they're like, they would realize like, oh no, they can't respond right now because somebody's yeah. right the fuck there. So yeah. they'd be like, uh. Click, click once if you if you can't respond at the moment, and he said you'd click it and hold really tight on it. You know God. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's horrifying. Like it's, it's bone chilling. Well, that's a big part of Vietnam combat too. Is that a lot of it was because it's because it's in a really really dense environment where you can be a couple of feet from someone and yeah. they don't, and they might not know it. Right. That it's it's like incredibly painfully intimate yeah. warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely much unlike right. you know, much unlike say like, uh, 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 so take for example like the, the the storming of like Normandy Beach where it's like you know sure you're it's, not it's it's brutal it's war but you're not going to see those guys in the bunkers yeah you're not going to get two feet from someone and they might not notice it when we went to Gettysburg Aubrey and I. Uh, uh, Cemetery Hill was, was one of the parts on the on the tour of the battlefield. Uh, Cemetery Ridge is is just to the south of that, and uh, that the entire charge of Cemetery Ridge took place with infantry and cavalry that were being fired at by cannons, and that that was an unsuccessful charge. Mm-hmm. Those men never saw the cannoneers, the artillerymen who were firing at them. Yeah, it, the distance that warfare creates is is so it's scary because when you get that distance, the enemy is dehumanized. Yeah, you know, so I I can't imagine how terrifying it must be to be like you know right there in a in an environment that humanizes your enemy. Yeah, when you do, you're suddenly like you suddenly realize you're face to face with him. Mm-hmm. Eyeball to eyeball. eyeball. <laughs> That's fucking combat. Yeah. yeah, but no, I just wanted to briefly follow up on that. Uh, I, I'm not anywhere near finished with it, but I'm into episode three right now. So yeah, uh, very Actually, good. I'm glad you mentioned it because I've been wanting to rewatch it because when it when it was on PBS and uh, <clears throat> like while they were still running it and for a little bit outside of that window, they were making it freely available yeah. on the website, on PBS's website, and then it kind of went away. Yeah. So now that it's back on Netflix, is a really good time to rewatch it. And I yeah. Kinda, I kind of feel like you need to watch it a few times. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, check that one out. A second recommendation, we, we played it together the other day. Uh, I started playing Stardew Valley. I bit the bullet. I, I got it. A lot of fun. Welcome to hell. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. This is like Farmville Plus. Gotta get that fucking maple syrup, That's son. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, really worth it. Worth the fifteen bucks. Um, I, 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 I I posit to you guys uh, a choice uh, of um, uh, let's say let's say three albums. Wait a minute, we're not going to talk anymore about Stardew Valley. Do you want to? I want to ask you if you've been playing single player uh, a little bit. I haven't had a chance this week yet. I'm, are you, Are you in uh, spring still? Yes. Okay. Who are you trying to marry? Uh, nobody yet. I haven't introduced myself to everyone. <laughs> Okay. It seems like in my single player campaign, Penny is my is my go to lately, and that seems like is what's going to happen. When you get when you get into summer, you should bear in mind that some crops also grow into fall. Corn is one of them. Yeah, corn is expensive, but it's worth it because it grows continually throughout two seasons. Let it grow. <laughs> Let it grow. Also, get get some hops because once they grow once, they will produce every. Day. This Holy advice shit. from Squeep. Your Squeeps? Your, your friendly neighborhood farmer Squeep. Yes. <laughs> whose favorite thing is fascism. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hops, after they grow once, they'll grow every day after that. Save those hops so when you get a keg, you can make IPAs. Nice. That's a thing you can do. Mm, yep. No shit. Making them beige. Making a beer, making a nice cold, um, beer. nice cold, chilling beer. Get some wheat too, because you can you can make beer out of that. I think I think I don't know is I don't know if wheat piece is of hay. <laughs> nice piece of hay <laughs> in your <Your> teeth. teeth. <laughs> Couple of cool guys. Yep. So what were you gonna offer us a choice between? Uh, yes, I'm gonna give you a choice between three, <laughs> three, three, <laughs> three, three, three. three. Between three pieces of music, I don't want to call them albums because uh, one of them is a greatest hits record that I'm going to recommend. Okay. Uh, One of them would be a complete discography, like a full set. And one of them is a catchy ringtone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And one of them is an actual album. Uh, The actual album is a rap album. Hmm. The uh, greatest hits is a 70s singer songwriter. uh, greatest Hits compilation, and the complete discography is a hardcore punk discography. So I, I leave the choice to you, gentlemen. After seeing Fallout Boy with Aubrey, I'm kind of in the mood for the hardcore punk. Uh, but you know what? what? Let's go with that. It, it. The thing is, this is going in with the knowledge that there's no way I'm going to listen to an entire discography. You might, because this is hardcore punk, and all the songs are like a minute and a half. That's long. true. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> this, when I say complete discography, I mean it's 30 songs, and the record's 45 minutes long. Well, let's do that. Okay. I like that. Let's all do right. it. All right. So, one of my favorite bands of all time is a band called Minor Threat. Um, hmm. uh, Ian Mackay, the lead singer of Minor Threat, uh, Dave, you might know as the also lead singer of Fugazi, yep. which Hillary Clinton is <laughs> deeply involved in. What did she know about what Fugazi? Did she, do? she was sitting in the waiting room the whole time. They had, they, uh, Congress had many hearings about what she knew about Fugazi, she doesn't and need we to, still don't know. Okay, I get she it. She doesn't need to repeat herself. Maybe the emails. She's had 13 songs about this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Actually, no. Huffington Post gets credit for that joke. Yeah. That is their joke. It's a great joke. What did Hillary Clinton know about Fugazi? Yeah. Did she pay I her $5 it. to get in? 
That's <laughs> wow. Uh, no, so I'm going to recommend uh, the precursor to that, which is Minor Threat. Uh, Fugazi is in this weird zone that is post punk, pre emo. Um, and that's kind of that's kind of the music that Fugazi is. Seriously, this is how subtle genre can be. Right? Yeah, you might not know this. Like Fall Out Boy came from hardcore punk. That's that's kind of like sure. if you follow that, all, all those all those groups kind of came from that. So it's this is uh, it's proto emo kind of is what Fugazi is. But Minor Threat is in full '80s hardcore mode. Uh, hardcore punk was like a small sect of the punk rock era between 1980 and 1984. That's like this little, um, <laughs> this little bubble in time that where where oh Reagan's in, um, and kind of what killed uh, hardcore punk is Reagan getting reelected. Honestly, <laughs> um, but th- it's this little bubble in time, and this is where we get bands like the Bad Brains. Uh, oh, okay. The Descendants. Um, I get okay. The Dead Kennedys. You know what I mean. I'm getting you now. Um, yeah. So Minor Threat uh, on <clears throat> the on the Mount Rushmore of hardcore punk, you have. Uh, I would say Black Flag, The Bad Brains, SSD Control, and Minor Threat. Solid State Drive Control. Exactly. (laughs) You could probably throw millions of dead cops up there too, MDC. God, what a great, the, what a great best, punk name! The best name for any punk band. Millions of dead cops. Millions, millions of dead cops. Dead I have Puma man. I have the first MDC album on on vinyl, and it's a clear red vinyl. It's the That's coolest so fucking, fucking cool. thing ever. Uh, but yeah, uh, Minor Threat did a complete discography because their their career consisted of basically one album and two EPs, and then a bunch of like cassette singles. Um, it's 30 songs long. Like I said, it's about 45 minute album. Um, it is, uh, in terms of punk rock history, it might be one of the most important compilations of music ever because minor threat was like interval into so much modern punk and, uh, you know, what, what eventually turned into emo. So, uh, couple huge highlight tracks on there. Minor threat is, is, uh, not just the name of the band, uh, the song as well. Um, small man, big mouth, one, two X, you, they're just, and they're just, you know, it doesn't sound like complicated music, but I would dare anybody at this table to play anything that fast and get an entire two or three verse song in with choruses in a minute and a half. Well, how much cocaine you got? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing about minor threat. Uh, minor threat is a straight edge band, so they would not be happy if you, (laughs) so it's Fugazi, right? So it's Fugazi. Yeah. Yeah. Ian McKay, uh, yeah. The most enjoys a glass of wine every once in a while. Well, I'm, not, I'm not implying they use cocaine. I'm just implying I would need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, statements ever about Fugazi was Todd Berry. Mm-hmm. You know Todd Berry, the comic yeah. Todd Berry? Yeah. And he said something to the effect of, um, it's like there must have been a conversation in that band about, hey, guys, I know we got a lot of integrity. And I know our shows are all $5. <laughs> but here's an idea. How about... Six dollars. <laughs> six dollars times every ticket times thirty years equals I don't have a roommate when I'm sixty. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, That's wonderful. He's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. It's, and incidentally, have you ever seen Ian McKay interviewed in his house? He's got a real modest house with one of the coolest music rooms I've ever seen ever. Oh, just wall to wall cassettes and like <laughs> just old school fucking punk shit. It's oh really cool. Uh, but yeah, you can get through the whole complete discography. Um, there's uh, the songs are played lightning fast. Um, 
uh, and really fuzzy loud. Uh, it, you got to like screaming. But this, it like it's one. They're one of my favorite bands ever yeah. because the, the first time I heard Minor Threat, I, I just went in a hot topic and I I watched a, a documentary uh, called American Hardcore, and that's the first time I had ever heard hardcore punk really and you know yeah. i knew who the dead kennedys were and you know <clears throat> black flag but you know all these hardcore bands that were part of that era that you know are like lost to history now you know yeah um it, it kind of gives a backstory to them uh and that's where i heard minor threat and i saw the the compilation at hot topic for like 20 bucks and i'm like ah why not pick it up i've i've like worn my cd copy of it out <laughs> like it's just uh <laughs> no it, kidding yeah it's it's uh it's really good and like i said you can get through the whole thing about 45 minutes but it's just if you respect the genre and you know anything about punk rock you're gonna love it because it is punk at its purest form. Do it yourself. Awesome. Recorded on like homemade equipment, loud nice. and fast. Like so. like Boston's debut album. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Loud and fast. Entirely in a basement. Yep. Oh. Actually, and the doors last really? album, oddly enough, entirely in Robbie Krieger's basement. <laughs> no kidding. Yep. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Boston's first album was recorded entirely in a basement and uh, and was sent off as a demo, and everyone loved it. Yeah. Hmm. More than a feeling, yep. uh, peace of mind, it's everything. It's been such a long time. <laughs> I think I must be going. <laughs> yep, but that's my rec. Uh, what do you got, Dave? What I have is I already talked to you guys about this. But I would highly recommend that you guys check out the first episode of the new season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> I cannot tell you how fucking funny it was. The preview was hilarious. Yeah. So let me let me talk a little bit about the problem that has been facing <clears throat> It's Always Sunny is. Oh, they've been talking now for. OK, they, they just had their first episode, but for months They've been talking about the fact that Glenn Howerton, yeah. the guy that plays Dennis, and a co-creator and co-writer of the show, wasn't coming back. Yeah, right. Because uh, he's been working on his own show. I am blanking on the name. I think it's AP Bio, actually. Oh, actually, uh, it's really good. AP, is it good. AP Bio is actually really funny. That's great to know, It's actually. really, really, really funny. <laughs> I was hoping it yeah. was. A- AP Bio? AP Bio. He's, basically, he's, a, he's a writer who uh, he's trying to get back at some guy that he, some colleague of his. Yeah. So he goes to this biology course. He needs a job and he enlists the help of the kids to help get oh, back AP at him. AP Bio. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Right. Uh, it's really funny. It's really funny. So. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. I, honestly, like you hope if a guy leaves his uh, his Bread sort of butter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That he's doing something good with it. Yeah. AP bio is funny. It's worth, uh, um, worth a watch. So they've been talking about this for a long time. Like there's it's been this weird sort of like like will he come back? Won't he come back? Kind of thing. Um, and that has been the dominant story of it's always sunny and it's off season for like a long time. Uh, so you almost have this sort of like setup built into your head that whatever happens when they come back, they're going probably to be down a guy and it's not going to be as funny and it's going to be weird. You're going to be missing a core cast member and shows <laughs> often don't survive big shakeups when it comes to the cast. Um, but I will tell you the first episode of the 13th season is really, really good. It seems like. The the best decision they made was to not bring in a replacement character. It seems like they haven't done that. That's what killed Two and a Half Men. 
Well, that's okay. So, <laughs> so here's the deal. Actually, that very thing is kind of what the episode is about. <laughs> well, yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> well, like they didn't. They didn't. Like just, I know what you mean. Right, I don't. I don't yeah. want anyone else to know what you mean though, well, if they haven't seen it yet. Well. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, beyond that, I know what you're thinking. I'll, I'll, I'll tease this because it's not a spoiler because it was all over the teasers for the season. Okay, is yeah. that uh, <laughs> Dennis's character comes back as a sex doll that Mac <laughs> brings into the room, saying, "Guys, look, it's you know, it's 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 Dennis. It's a sex doll with an open, gaping mouth <laughs> that looks just that like looks, Glenn Howerton. Looks just like Glenn Howerton." Uh, which is like nobody, none of the gang likes this. Clearly it's only Mac. Um, but, uh, but the thing I was talking about, like the episode is about in a big way, you know, like, uh, you know, is it a good idea to have someone replace a member of the gang? Because Mindy Kaling, formerly of the office. Yeah. Uh, plays someone who is like, you know, now kind of a part of the gang. And has her own <laughs> schemes, you know, because the gang always has to have a scheme. Right. And Adult uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, and they're like torn between doing her scheme and also kind of trying to do what they've always done. And like, can they get on board with the new thing? Sure. Is kind of what the episode is about. Sure. Um, It's really, really funny. It has a whole bunch of ridiculous visual gags. Um. It further plays with Max like like uh, self image and like clearly low self esteem of like like always needing people's approval all the time. Right. Um, <laughs> I kind of think all the characters are at their best. Uh, there was a concern that when they did this, they wouldn't do the best possible version of the gang if they didn't have the whole gang. Right. Uh, that is as much as I want to say without spoiling some pretty big stuff that happens towards the end of the first episode of this season. Okay. I don't want to say any more on it. Please watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the season 13 premiere. Okay. super funny. I will try to find it. (laughs) There's so much Always Sunny that I haven't watched yet. (laughs) I will tell you this. Right now, it's currently available if you don't have cable. Uh, there's like a there's like a free pass thing that FX does on its website where yeah. for like the first time you do it you get like one hour of uninterrupted streaming uh, of their content. I actually so, have FX now, so yeah, you, yeah. I was gonna say you probably have it, yeah. But you can find the first episode. It's really funny. I super recommend it. It is. Uh, it's cla- it's classic. It's classic. It's always sunny. Sure. Classic shiny. It really is just as good as you hope it would be. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, did we learn anything today, gentlemen? Oh, we did. absolutely I, did. I uh, learned that Chris can't fit an entire speaker adapter up his dick hole. No, that's true. <laughs> try as he may. Though, though I tried. Try as he may. I wrote uh, that Bill is always, that Bill always whacking off in my Cobb salad. <laughs> what a card. <laughs> what a card. <laughs> that Bill. That Bill. I learned that uh, there is such a thing as a Baconator replicator. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Uh, I learned the Coast Guard rules. Yeah. I learned that our real enemies are not Muslims, but Italians. Mm. (laughs) Oh, 
Talking about it, we, we, we think I don't love America. You think I don't love well, America? You think, well, you, think like I, you think like I don't love a country? What, what, you you think, what am I, some kind of Muslim or something? Never, <laughs> no, never, never no. forget that that one dude in in the the 2002 <laughs> Spider-Man movie. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of <laughs> us. <laughs> I wrote down uh, dead naming Yusuf Islam on 9/11. <laughs> Uh, I wrote that goats are wily bastards, and in order to fuck them, you have to wine and dine them first. <laughs> I wrote that hoagies shouldn't golf. <laughs> I wrote uh, 20, 2018, it is if you say it is. <laughs> I have here, uh, Pritter Toter is worth more than human blood except to a vampire. I wrote that Dave has the smartest feet. <laughs> the best feet. The best of the, the best feet. The best, the best feet. The best feet. Beautiful. They're beautiful. It's going to be it. I wrote the finest <laughs> metatarsals. I wrote down that the future is horrifying and its dick is on its chin. No, <laughs> I wrote that evolution is always progress. Uh, I wrote, I wrote <laughs> et goo brute. So. <laughs> et goo brute. Et goo brute. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm struggling to find the second part of that. Like, then, and me, buddy. Caesar, right? Uh, uh, Wainy, weedy, wainy. I came. I saw. I came. I came. <laughs> well, according according to Archer, it's at me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Is that that's, what we learned? Uh, I think that's, that's yes. what we learned. That's uh-huh. I think that's it. Uh, nice. So is that the entirety of what has been discussed? Is there anything more that you would like to pardon to me? <laughs> is there a possibility in of part? an et cetera? In part. Or in pardon. Whatever. <laughs> fuck off, man. I don't, <laughs> shut up. All right? Yeah, you know what? Shut up. <laughs> you go fuck yourself. Hey, you know what? Shut up. Like, you don't even centralize your fucking router. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even centralize your goddamn brain, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we will be back um, sometime in the future. Uh, yeah. I think we have D&D next week. Dewey, is that what we're, are we talking about doing that next are week? We? Dewey are we? decimal Dewey, system. Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. Um, <laughs> uh, Possibly. Either way, next time we come back, I'm going to be hosting. Yeah, Ben I, will be the I host. It. So uh, the onus is on me to come up with, with some bullshit for us to discuss and go <laughs> off the rails on. In, yeah. um, maybe it'll be evolution. Maybe it'll be alternative body structures. Maybe, maybe. it'll be alternative <laughs> rock. Maybe it'll be horrifying nightmare futures designed by horror directors. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank yeah, you. that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, I accept the gracious title of horror director. <laughs> Um, thank you. Th- oh, thank you. Oh, thank thank you. you. I like to thank the Academy. I don't like to tell everyone else to suck my dick and balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the world nothing. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks Adios. For bye bye. A good day. Happy 9 <laughs> 11.